we got a live crew. There we are. Yeah. Man, we got a full house each. How is everybody this evening? Hello, everybody. Brenda. Everybody is in the house each. What's going on, ladies? It's good to see everybody in the house. Miss Katie, what's going on, mama? Girl, just nothing but work, work, work. And now trying to get this thing down so I can see who all is on here. Um, work and just ready for tonight. Only one more week for Christmas, though. Can you I believe know. it? I can't believe it. It has come so fast. Ooh. I can't. Oh, man. I mean, this year has come and gone by so fast. And I am loving, loving, loving your wear tonight. You want to tell the people about it? Well, 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 the gang decided that we will be representing our college alma maters or our college colors. And mine, of course, is the Temple Owls, Temple Made, Cherry and White. And how about you, Miss KD? What color are you sporting tonight? Well, I am sporting gold, but I am sporting in support of my alma mater high school. Nice. In honor of them being um, double A champs last week. So hey, I am rocking with Thompson. Hi, baby. Hey. It's black and gold. So I have my gold on and I have my black bottoms. All right. All right. Congrats. So, That's big. That's huge. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, this small town, if no other town, um, they are celebrities. If they're on that football team and they get this far, mm -hmm. they are a bona fide celebrity. Nice. So, nice. It's a big honor. It's a big honor. But fun. um, other than that, you know, my week was just busy working and living life. Living life. I hear you. Well, I was sick all weekend. I was down and out. But you know what? Tonight, episode 110 is going to be off the chain. Make sure you guys like and share the video, please. We appreciate you guys so much, and thank you for joining us. And with that being said, you know what? I'm sitting up here, y'all, trying to think of my affirmation because I um, tonight, later on on the show, I'm so excited about the guests that are coming on. And I have been working all day long. So I literally have not had a chance to breathe. I kid you not. But what I have had a chance to do is to make sure that I'm sitting right here in front of you all. So, you know, I guess you could say that I do affirm to be just as dedicated to you guys as you are to us. Because the one thing about it, I don't care what is going on. I don't care what come up in my schedule. They are going to have to schedule around this right here because Sunday, um, oh, I'm sorry, Uncensored Minds, Uncensored Minds has become a family community podcast that I look forward to every single week. And each week it get better and better. So with that being said, let's get ready for some Uncensored Minds. What's up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How you doing, Mr. Penn State? As he said, I know. As he said, 
we're representing our alma mater, be it high school or college. Um, tomorrow, what's the East? You want to tell them what school that is? Hmm? I'm sorry, you cut out on me now. What school are you representing? Oh, Temple, Temple, Temple Owls, Cherry and White. Tell them what that is. I don't know if they know what that is. You gotta, you gotta rep your university proudly. Temple University is the home of Mr. Cosby. No, <laughs> but I think everybody should know. Hopefully, should know. Um, Temple University is based out of North Philadelphia, here in the city of Philadelphia. I um, graduated in 2013. Um, I did not get a chance to go to uh, college fresh out of high school, but. Temple was my home um, in later years. So I graduated 2013, Cherry and White. Um, it is one of um, the fine schools here in the Philadelphia area for those who do not know. Who are you rocking, Katie? Tell them, tell them who you rocking again. I am rocking Thompson High School for the Thompson Bulldogs, Double A Champs, Babies, yay. And we rock hard right here in T-Town. Um, my graduation year is 19. <clears throat> we don't need to get all nosy. No, I'm just kidding. I am. I can proudly say that I am a 1983 graduate of Thompson High School. I love that school. I do have colleges that I could have represented, but I chose to represent Thompson High School because I am so very proud of them you know it's a big accomplishment with where they went to and as i said if no other time that you are a celebrity that time of the year and you're on the football team baby thompson high bulldog you are a celebrity salute hey, i'm representing the big piece penn state university the biggest university in the state of pennsylvania um yeah i just i didn't want to go to a, a a local school which if you know anything about philadelphia is known for having five universities within its own city temple being one of them as Aisha's representing drexel um university of pennsylvania uh, which is upenn and st joe's university so the power five um that represents the, the city of philadelphia is known to be a great one, but I took my time to Penn State University. So when T comes on today, he's gonna to be rocking his alma mater as well. So shout outs to everybody out there. Um, hopefully y'all had a beautiful, beautiful week. As Katie said earlier, Christmas is on its way. Next, mm. week, next week we'll be done unwrapping our gifts. Um, we'll be sitting back, reflecting on some of the things that we've received, also being around family. And then putting a wrap on holiday season and moving to the big the big J1, January 1st, 2023. So without further ado, let's get into episode 110. Um into the icebreaker question of the day. And that question is: do you mistakenly give love how you want to be loved? Do you mistakenly give love how you want to be loved or how you think you should be loved? Hmm. I go last. I get no love, so I go last. Oh, KD, stop <laughs> it. KD. Hold on. Have a good night. 
Good night. See what type of shit telling already. Good night. Oh my god, I can't. Now done left. He done left the building. Now get your ass back up on the screen, boy. Now don't have me go into mama mode. Get your ass back up here. But no, like boy, you know better than that. I'm gonna pinch yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. But I definitely, definitely um, give love how I want to be loved. Even though not all the time do we know that we're going to get that same type of love in return, um, I still always give love exactly how I want, you know, just mind it after how I want to be loved, whether it comes back to me or not. Right, right. Okay, I know. <laughs> okay, I was just in a test that I'm, I'm loving my partner wrong. Okay, T. I'm just going to say it, T. <laughs> I say that I get no love. I, I mean, I am not, um, I'm not involved that heavily to where I get that type of love. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I am getting, getting boomerang what I give. I will say that. You know, um, I can honestly say I'm a closed off person. I can honestly admit that it's something that I have come to terms with. And um, I, I guess I am mistakenly getting what I give. So let's rephrase okay. the question. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But okay. Let's actually rephrase the question. It's not typed right. It's, so let's rephrase the question. It's not just your partner. Do you mistakenly give your partner love how you want to be loved mm -hmm. let's let's start let's start there and expand on this do you mistakenly give your partner love how you want to be loved yes but my answer is going to remain the same yes because yeah again um i love i love hard i love hard i love heavy i love passionate and yes, that might not be how some people love. And, and therefore, I'm imposing my style of love on them. So that may be wrong to do, um, I guess, until it becomes a point in time where I notice that um, that is not working or that it's not how they are receiving or they're not receiving it that way. And then maybe I will then um, come off of it a little bit and try to communicate and see what it is they need and how they want to be loved so yeah and i can honestly say that yeah i do give the kind of love that i want to receive and we we set ourselves up that way because we expect to get that kind of love back when our partners have their own way of loving but we're projecting our um the way we love onto them and expecting to receive that same love. So I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, very much so. Um, the answer to that is, I, you know, just from learning past experiences and things, you know, and challenges and adversities that you face um, when you are in love and in relationship is, uh, throw all of those things out the window. And the reason why I throw, some of the, I throw all those things out the window is because 
um, I've come to understand that you have to love the person how they want to be. We mistakenly love the people how we want to be loved, or we use these cliches that um, do unto me as I do unto others, or um, love. I, I'm going to love you the way I want you to love me. And that's not necessarily how everybody wants to be loved. You could be wanting to love, be loved or touched one way or be treated one way and the other person may not receive that to them. That's just not love. Um, or it just could be what you're doing in the moment. So I, you know, just through communication and, and, and things that they say and how they feel, um, shows, um, shows me the right way to love. And, and I miss that a lot, but learning from mistakes and, you know, falling down, getting back up, you know, losing out on love, you know, here or there. Now you start to see, hey, you know what? You got to tell it your mind based upon how that person is explaining to you what they need and give that to them and throw out your feelings for what it is that you think you want to do for them and just add that little flair to it to make it authentic. So Angela has a question. Angela says, what do you mean when you say mistakenly? I think what we're saying is, I think, you know, what we're asking is mistakenly, are you loving your partner the way you want to be loved, which could be a mistake, right? You're not, it's not that you're doing it on purpose or, you know, misusing their heart or not um, taking their feelings consideration mistakenly. Do you love them the way you want to be loved, which could tell them that that's not enough. And I think it's easy for people to, you know, go in it um, with how they love initially. Like, I think it's easy for people to approach things like that. But then you just you adjust and you make adjustments um, the best that you can, you know, throughout the time that you guys are with each other. That part, Carmel, that part right there. I love that because that is so true. And and I think a lot of us do that. Let's okay. read that. Right. Carmel says, yes, I do give love how I want to be loved, but doesn't mean he will love me the same in return. When I don't get out, I actually start pulling back unknowingly. And KD, you wanted to expand on it? Yeah. You, when, when you don't get it in return, then that's saying that they are not interested. And you actually start gradually pulling back because you're like, okay, well, they don't love me simply because you're not getting the love the way you want it. So you, you're going to say, well, they don't love me anyway. And you start to pull back and, you know, I mean, it's kind of unknowingly pulling back, but you just kind of start drawing back because you're not receiving what you perceive as love. Right. Right. So yeah, you, you can actually start pulling back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you hear that? Called me chuckling. I caught you chuckling. You know why I chuckle? Why you chuckling? You know why I chuckle? Because the person Carmel is in a relationship with ain't herself. Hey, D, you're not in a relationship with yourself. You're in a relationship with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't throw your. You can't throw your. You can't put your responsibilities or your your thoughts on somebody else and say, because you're not loving me the same way I'm loving you, you're wrong. Or 
or you don't get it in return because they're not you, why would you pull back? We're all individuals. We're all individuals. We came in this world separately. So not one, two people is the same. So how can you expect for somebody to, to love you the way you love yourself? Mm-hmm. You can only hope that they, they have something in return for you, but you can't dictate to somebody and say, because I love you this way, you got to love me the same way. You got to reciprocate your love the same way I'm reciprocating. You can't. That's not fair. And that's and, and I do agree that it's not fair, but what I will say is this. Um, it's not necessarily wanting to receive the same love that you give. I, I think it's the energy that you feel from the person. It's the energy of feeling that love. And when we don't feel that love, then that's when you pull back. You know, I mean, and that's just a natural, I mean, I would think that that's a natural response to do. I'm not saying it's the right one. But don't we all feel pain differently? Don't we all feel mm-hmm. differently? Yeah. You feel, so, as you might have a headache today, I have a headache tomorrow, don't mean we got the same headache or had the right. same Right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying is, Why would you look at something and say, well, if they're not, their energy ain't the same, then I'm going to start pulling back. No one energy is going to be the same for the same thing because it ain't you ain't the same person. And that is true. But you still got to feel something coming. I I have to feel something coming from the person. I mean, I got to feel something. It's like a magnet. You got to have a little something there. Because if there's nothing there, then yeah, you you will pull away. I, I I'm just a little confused, right? And the reason why I'm confused is, and this is one of the reasons why relationships and these partnerships die so early, because people are looking for the for this fairy tale that they created in their own mind, and when that fairy tale doesn't come the way that they wanted to come, they get huffy puffy, hissy fits. Instead of trying to uncover what it is that your partner is trying to give you and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Right? Again, this is where we, this is where a lot of the times where we always say, um, if it ain't the way, if it ain't, if it ain't doing it your way, then, you know, we run into this conundrum and then we run into these, these, Feelings of, oh, this person ain't really into me because they're not doing what I want them to do. Have you ever thought of slowing down and saying, what is best for us? What's best for my partner? What's best for my situation? What's best for our union? Instead of saying, well, you're not loving me the way I need you to love, so I'm going I'm to I'm start tripping out. Instead of exactly what it, that takes that person to love and what it takes for you to love and how can y'all incorporate that together? We could be on this and it's just it's throwing me it's throwing me because when when we hear comments like this and i love carmel's comment i mean i love the participation but this is throwing me again i have to read it yes i do give love how i want to be loved but doesn't mean he loves me the same in return when i don't get it i actually start 
pulling back unknowingly. Why? And that's a question that you should ask yourself. Why? Is that selfishness? Because you're not getting what, how, what you want, how you want it, when you want it? Or are you putting everything into figuring out how your partner loves? And that's what we need to start doing. That's the reason why things is just like that in a minute. Relationships is like putting a, food, putting a meal in the microwave. It comes out done, but does that mean it's nourishing your body? Dang, that- Carmel girl, we're selfish. Are we being selfish, Carmel? It's just sometimes it, I think questions are meant to, and when you start to speak them out, it's meant to make you start to think. Mm-hmm. We can have we. There's going to be a number of different sides to this. You know, not one two answers right. I'm not trying to project myself onto anyone. And saying what I'm, how my, what I think is right. Right. You know? I'm just saying sometimes we gotta look at things and from a different perspective, and stop looking at things from, oh my God, this is gonna hurt me in an emotional sense, and start to uncover factual information, which will then better help us make a lot of better decisions in life. Love. Anything else? I agree. Add anything mm-hmm. on? No, because like you said, we could be all night on that topic. Yeah, that can be a full topic by itself. Oh, yeah. That is so true. Oh, yeah. So Angela asked another question. She said, so it, it makes sense. So do you think we should ask them how they want to be loved? That's a great question, Angela. That's a great question. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, and I never thought about it. That's so simple, but I never even thought to ask, how do you want to be loved? And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. Do do anybody ask that, really? I know in, 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 in earlier years, I would have never thought to have asked that, like, up until maybe recently, um, would I have started to do that or even get into those communications where that is even a topic? So I find now how important it is um, when, you know, back then it probably could have saved a lot of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Bad situations or bad relationships or bad exactly. marriage, whatever. Exactly. You know, we can ask any other question, right? We can ask all of, the mm-hmm. sexual questions. Yeah. We can ask what type of food you like and what mm-hmm. you, you know, all these other questions that and I won't say have no legitimacy, right? But priority. That's the word I'm looking for. Have lower priority than this one question here. And that one question is and we tend to and we don't ask it. How right. do you loved? Because mm-hmm. the person, if they know if they know what love looks like for them, they'll be able to run down what it is they need. And then you'll get a true sense of a person who does not even know what love is or even how to love themselves because they'll say, well, what you mean? Mm-hmm. I even thought about that. Or why you ask that? Why? Because they haven't asked their own self. They haven't come to terms with themselves on how to love themselves being, and then to be able to reciprocate it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when you ask an, a pertinent question like that, how is it that you want to be loved? You ain't got to jump through hoops. 
You ain't got to waste your time doing these things that you think is going to get that person's attention. You can go right straight to the source and start loving, start hitting that button and start loving them. And what's going, what's going to happen is you're going to see a different, greater them because now you're hitting the hot buttons instead of just doing things that you think is going to get their attention. Right. You right. Think make them reciprocate what you need them to reciprocate. You're going to start to see a lot of times where the energies that you're putting into loving them the way that they need to be loved is then in turn going to be able to help them be able to give that same energy back. Now, here we go with the energy, mm-hmm. giving you the energy. Now, here's what we're talking about saying, because now you're loving me how I need to be loved. Now I can love you the way you need to be loved. Mm-hmm. And now our energies so back. We having a good time now. You know, on Sunday, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Stop doing it. Uh-huh. Right? Or now you understand what makes your person tick when they in their feelings. Let them chill for a minute. Maybe they come out of it, and then they can be a better them. Uh-huh. Or when they when they are high spirited, now you might be like, damn. Now now we floating. Now we can get together. That's why you got to ask them questions and, and not ask them questions. It's only going to be detrimental to your partnership. Right. Partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and this is one last thing I want to leave y'all with. Don't just ask the question. Implement the shit you learn. <laughs> listen. Listen mm-hmm. intently. Listen with the thought of, with the hopes of, once I hear all this stuff that they're telling me, I am going to start to do it. I'm not even going to even put my own spin on it. I'm going to dumb it down to the natural common factor and do just that. Mm-hmm. It gets to their bloodstream faster. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. It, hits the, it hits that spot and it puts you on a natural high. Before we get up out of here, we're going to the ladies touch on the last points and we're going to take it to the audience to see if any other questions and then we're going to move on. <laughs> you put that so gently and so sweet I know, right? to now. Which Just got to love it. Just got to love it. <laughs> no, you make some really good valid points and, and it's definitely um, easier when, you know, things are put right out on the table when you first start dealing with one another to know exactly how each one of you, not just one side, but each one of you needs to be loved. And um, mm-hmm. it could make for an, an easy transition into a beautiful relationship. So exactly. I agree. It's, yeah. And you, you know, if, if nothing else, anybody out there that's going through that, it would be worth it to try. I mean, if nothing else is working, why not try that and mm-hmm. see if it would make things better? Ask them how they want to be loved. Carmel, I know you're I know you're a Cowboys fan, Carmel, and I feel the pain. I know a lot of these responses is coming from the pain that we feel because of this loss today. I know it's going to be better. Trust me, next weekend we will be rejoicing on Saturday night after we win against the Eagles on Saturday. Please I understand it. But I right here, the blasphemy. I got to. Sometimes I gotta read this and I gotta interject. Sometimes that can be sometimes that can backfire because they are just doing what you want them to do versus how they really feel them. But again, a lot of that comes from the interactions, the tug and pull. 
right? You think you're doing what they want, and it's not that. But then you get upset when you're not receiving the proper things that you need to receive, and you're think, well, there, there's a lack thereof. What happens is neither party is getting what they need. So then it's time to just try it over. Reset, stop, breathe, shake, let it go. Like, like the great Pastor May said, breathe, stretch, shake, and let it go. And then say, start over. My, my man says he wants this. I need this. Let's try it again. It never hurts resetting and starting over and doing it again. Because who benefits? The two of you. The two of you. So tomorrow, we are going to reset. Tonight is going to hurt. <laughs> we have preparation to get ready for them, them eagles on Saturday. Just think of it as that. There you go. Our face comes Sunday. And that's how you look at relationships. Things don't always go and turn out the way we want it to. We're, that's when you put two different peoples together. But the outcome, the overall outcome is to win. And it's to win together as a team. So just go go back to the drawing board. Y'all figure it out. You, you, you refresh yourself. Y'all get it together. And then y'all winning again. And now, mm -hmm. happy. everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. I like that topic tonight. The, the icebreaker question really got us going. Really, really broke the ice. You know, I mean, I, I'm ready for whatever comes my way tonight. <laughs> I really am. Thank you to everybody who participated in that um and icebreaker question. It really, it, it really took us there. Now, this is another um topic um that needs to be touched on as we talked about so many different times on the show um and that's mental health. mental health how important mental health is fame dancer and dj also an actor steven twitch um committed boss boss steven twitch boss committed suicide this past week um before we before we say anything on this topic we want to um extend our condolences to the family um of the boss family um and all his family and friends who have to mourn his death um mental health has taken a lot of people away from us ladies how's your mental health It's a battle every day. Mm -hmm. um, it is a battle every single day. But it's a battle that I'm winning so far. I can't say that. Amen. All right. Yeah, mental health is, like like Katie said, it's an everyday struggle. You know, every day we're faced with something new, a new trial, a new trial. Um, so we take it all in stride and, and we take it as it comes. Um, but prayers up for those suffering mm. with mental illness um, and, and mental health issues. Um, I hold this very dear to me. Um, so, you know, I just say uh, for those who are struggling, for those who are battling, um, you know, there is help out here, you know, um, you have a 
families that love you twitch. He had a wife, a beautiful children, um, a, a wonderful, illustrious career. Um, and, you know, we just never know what people are battling uh, with. And, uh, you know, check in on those we, we feel like is, is strong um, and that they may not need us to check in on them, but uh, they may they may just need that uh, exactly. bit of encouragement, uh, some inspiration, you know, just a, a helping hand. We just never know what people are facing. So true. His wife, um, Allison Hoker, wasn't she, did she begin as his coach? Yeah, probably um, so. Yeah, so you know they they had they had a history as friends first. So not only did she lose a husband, she lost her best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, so if your best friend can be right up under your nose, and you not you know they can hide it so well, and that's the thing we become experts at hiding our illness. I mean, plain and simple. So. On the other side, we just have to dig a little bit deeper. We have to pay closer attention, maybe. And yeah, you can be dealing with your own at the very same time. As I said, it's a battle every single day, not just for me, but it's a battle for everyone. But at the end of the day, make sure you're able to say, I won this battle today. Absolutely. Um, anything like this especially I mean, it hits home because you start to question yourself and make sure you know the things that you're feeling and things that you're going through um don't lead you down this path and um regardless of social status um financial financial stability um so meant that everybody can be mental health in one minute you could be on cloud nine and on in the next you could you could literally feel like um why is it worth it is it is, it, is all, any of this worth it um yeah. <laughs> i gotta do that i gotta i gotta kind of laugh a little bit because right now I'm not in the best place mentally myself. Um, and I and I just get in this place a lot in December. And it's just my typical routine. Um, as you can see, my appearance is ain't the same. It don't look the same. I'm not the same now that I present to you every Sunday. Prior to this, I, I've let myself go, as people say. Um, but this is just a ritual that I have to go through in order to get back to my center. Um, and it's a culmination of me ending my year, just rejuvenating myself mentally and stripping myself physically of any of the mental impurities that I'm going through, that I face throughout the year, um, that I face on a daily basis. Um, and I know people always say all the time, just talk. You know, tell me what you're going through or whatever. Sometimes you gotta go at it alone and face it alone. Especially the journey that I'm on right now, um, and it's just, and it just, 
lends itself to for me to come out on the other side of this. Um, just a better person. Um, feeling stronger mentally, which will in turn help me be better physically, spiritually sharp, mentally sharp, and just a better Darnell for not just myself, but you know, people in my surroundings. Um, you never know what a person is going through just by smiles or, you know, Facebook posts or Instagram posts or, you know, the smiles that we put up on these social media sites. Sometimes that it's happened and continue to keep tapping in because, you know, un what, what lies um, beneath the surface um, can be so fragile that it could be a moment that push them over the edge. So, you know, I implore you to reach out to your family and friends. I implore you to even, before you do that, it's just to dig deep within yourself because you can't be any good to nobody if you're no good to yourself. Dig deep within yourself to find out what it is that you need and getting yourself back to those to that centered spot and a place of happiness. So then you'll be able to go out there and, and be strong for, for someone else. Ish, I see I see the emotions um pouring out of you right now. Would you like to speak on that or are you just um yeah um you know somebody very close to me is dealing with the heavy heavy mental health issues um i i choose not to share at the moment um of exactly who it is but um i do have someone that is uh having battles with mental health um and you know it's it's a struggle it's a struggle every day not only for uh him but for me as well so you know every time i hear about individuals who are struggling or i hear of someone who has been successful and taken their life um it touches me it it, it really oh it, it touches me. So, um, you know, I just say, please, for those people who know you're struggling, if you're struggling, you you have everyone. You have so many people. And, and, and thank you for sharing, you know. And I apologize. I'm so emotional. I apologize. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that issue. We have to, you know, we we can't carry that around yeah. because we can't cause it to um, allow us to become in a dark place. So it's it's fine to share. It's fine to shed the fear. And um, those that we love, those that we know, when we see that they are struggling. When we see it, that's when it hurts even worse. And you mm. continue to let them know that you love them. That's all you can do. Yeah. You just continue to let them know that you love them. And yep. one one of the reasons why I wanted to share, you know, what I was going through is one, you know, I always I get phone calls, I get texts all the time as possible. You okay now, you know, and sometimes I sound 
um, sometimes people may say I sound so aggressive or I sound bothered. I sound like I don't feel like being bothered or whatever the case may be. And it's not that, you know, when you're going through whatever you're going through mentally or physically or whatever, you just in your own space. But to what be as transparent as I possibly can, because I never, you know, I've always, I've heard many a times, um, now, are you, do you really practice what you preach? Are you, you, you get on here and you sound good, but is that, is that you in real life or individuals whose, who, whose paths we may have crossed and it didn't work out the way it was supposed to, you know, have these jaded thoughts of you. But in the grand scheme of things, I've always projected myself. I always present the real you, the real me to you. Um, be it the vulnerable me, the strong me, the aggressive me, the hot head me, the loving me, the tender me, the giving me. Um, and tonight, I wanted to, I, because we talked about this, because we were, we, you know, we've seen this far too often starting the beginning of the year with the model who jumped off the, the building. That was in the beginning of the year. That's, and then we're closing out the year with another recognizable face and name that we've come to know and love because we see very high spirits take their life. I needed to share what my journey is that I'm going through right now and how my mental health isn't at the best. But knowing my track record, knowing who I am, knowing the challenges that I face, I know what I, I know the path that I need to continue to walk down to strengthen my mental health. I know the people I need to put in front of me to continue to help me um, mitigate those feelings and to branch out into feeling of a place of peace, and comfort and hope and being alive again and being well again and just being me and free. And we got to do that. We got to stop this. <laughs> I'm great all the time because we're not right. Stop putting this, these innuendos out that I do nothing wrong because we do. And we got to be, and we got to live our truth. And when we live our truth, then we're accepting of, of things that makes us un imperfect, right. us vulnerable, makes us weak, but makes us strong, stable, and secure as well. And the mm -hmm. that we enrich our lives so much more because we are being real with ourselves. Right. Listening allows us to be wrong, but being able to fix our wrongs. That's what mental health will do. It's not always healthy. You're not always healthy mentally and it's okay. It's okay not to be healthy. But when you feel, when you see those things, when you see your health declining mentally, when your your mental health declining, the pets stop for a second, gather yourself, reach for a second, gather yourself. Thank you, Jen. Kisses. <laughs> what up? You know, by the end Thanks, of this, Jen. Oh, by the end of this show, you're gonna be. You're gonna be laughing at, the, at me. I know. I already know. I already know. Let's let's have it. I already know. <laughs> we got we got the sad mushy stuff out the way. You know, Katie gonna say something that's gonna infuriate me and see my. 
No, I'm not. No, I am not. Well, I'm, I'm going to be good tonight. And the shit started on his anything. way. The shit oh, started is on his way. So I already know. Is he shit starter or prophet? Man, it's I don't know tonight. Let's, let's <laughs> pray it's the prophet tonight. Well, you know what? While we're praying about the prophet or the shit story, let's talk about this Megan Tory situation because it's out of control. Out of, out of, out of, out of, out of control. As y'all know, the trial has started. The trial is heating up. Megan and Tory are in trial right now to see what the outcome of the shooting slash glass slash I don't know what the hell happened that day <laughs> comes together. We're seeing a lot of different things out there. If you don't know what we're talking about, Right now, Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion is in court along with one of Megan's friends. And it stems from the shooting when she got shot, or supposedly was shot by Tory Lanez. A lot of allegations is coming out if you've been under a rock. She's done, she's done, had, she's done slept with this one, that one, and that one. And it's starting to look like Tory Lanez didn't shoot this girl at all. It looks like her friend might have shot, shot, shot her because the friend was having relations with Tori and Meg wanted to do him as well or had did him the night before. I don't know what's going on. East. Tell me uh, something. I don't know. It's, it's got kind of messy here. It's a lot of different versions to this story. And I definitely think that the friend, um, you know, doesn't want to implicate herself and for what reason other than she possibly was the one that pulled the trigger mm -hmm. however um i will say this um i believe it's 22 years wait is it 22 years if he gets found guilty i i feel as if you know that's a lot of time to have a whole bunch of happenstance circulating around this story here and if the evidence is not mess, uh, matching up if the dna is not um crystal clear it's going to be hard to really convict him of this um because it's just going to be going off of hearsay and even this hearsay is just all over the place so i don't really know what they got going on here but it's a mess so y'all telling me that they were not alone at the time that she was shot. It was in the buttocks, right? No. It was in the, it was in the foot. Oh, <laughs> the foot. Okay. Oh. Right. Back but they, they were in a car, right? They were in a car together, and she was shot in the foot. So that was somebody in the car with them? Yes, the bodyguard, yeah. her friend. The bodyguard and her friend. The so bodyguard is now missing. The friend was, was feeling um, Tory. She hooked the friend up with Tori. It's coming out that she hooked the friend up with Tori. Her and Tori had sex, but come to find out, her and Meg had sex. Tori and Meg had sex after Meg had hooked them up with her girlfriend. Oh they were my God, I don't told y'all about that freaking. They, <laughs> they was coming from the Rock Nation brunch, which um, Jay Z holds every year. Um, they were coming from that. Tori and Meg, if you've seen the pictures from that brunch, got I remember when that happened. I remember when it happened. So it's coming out. Girl was that dealing with Tori because Meg hooked him up, but Meg was sleeping with Tori as well. Girl caught wind of it or whatever and might have shot Meg in the foot, but they tried to blame it on Tori. Yeah, she, she, if man, listen, she set that up good. She like, 
protects the bodyguard. She gives this statement, but then she gets on the stand and says that she can't recall. Like, it's just a lot of messiness going and on. So now y'all know this to be true that he did not shoot her. Well, it's, coming, know that. it's coming out like DNA evidence is, is inconclusive uh, or basically the DNA on um, the gun, I believe, is inconclusive. The, right? the, there's no evidence of Tory Lane's DNA on the gun or the uh, magazine. Or the magazine. It, right. it's, oh the, the DNA that's on a gun is of a female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tory. Mm-hmm. The pot is Tory, stirring. I'm going to see the real truth, allegedly. But Tory Lanez came out and said, y'all going to see the real truth when this goes to trial? I did mm-hmm. not shoot this girl. Not one time did I shoot this damn girl. Right. Tory Lanez wow. name. At one point, he was um, exiled. We tried to cancel him. So he wanted to declare his name and show that he did not shoot her. And it's possible that this, her friend shot her. Mm-hmm. And the bodyguard is missing now. And he is could be possibly the link that they need to just kind of like bust right. the story open, but he's missing. Yeah, a, a, a 270 pound six 6'6 black guy is missing. They're just missing. He just vanished. They say he vanished into thin air. So how, how long he been missing? Three days. Three days. Since the oh, trial. Wow. To the stand, he has not shown up. He got ghosts. This is yeah. hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This party, huh, Kitty? Huh? This your type of party, huh? Shooting people and <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that is not my type of party. But I mean, oh wow! Yeah. I am um, okay. Yeah, this is juicy. I'm gonna have to follow this more closely because see, Megan is my girl. I, I I can't sit up here in front. Um, Megan is my girl, y'all. I, I love her music. I like to dance to her music. And she's an Aquarius. <laughs> Your soul sister. My sister, yeah, she... my soul sister. Janice. So that, that's why I say, are y'all 100% sure that Tori did not shoot her? I mean, this came well, evidence is pointing that yeah, you the baby. Damn, Meg. Your girl done slept with Tory Lanez, the baby, Ben Simmons, and some women. Other guys in the industry. Well, so, damn, she's one of those free spirited Aquarius. Is all was, I can say. Like some of the things mm-hmm. that they said, her 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 other company that she's signed to, her management company, was that fifteen oh one. It's starting to look like they're telling the truth. It's starting to look like Meg is the one that's the problem. It's starting to look like old girl is toxic. And this right proven claims that these other people have said about her before could possibly be true. Oh, wow. it don't. It, she it, does sound toxic. I can't even lie. It's getting juicy. It is. What do y'all think about um the the post where it's morphing into Jussie Smollett? <laughs> <laughs> like what is it giving you that vibe like you know this was all a made-up story against tori because she was bitter or she needed i don't know what what do you guys think about that it could be it could be 
Janine says mm -hmm. he's not missing. Did they find him or those reports of him being missing was false, Janine? Uh, I'm, I'm interested. Did, did they find him? I think she's just saying he ain't missing. That nigga got low. Oh, he got low. <laughs> low. I got you. <laughs> the prophet is here, everybody. What's up, man? What's up? I prayed for you. You prayed for me? I prayed for the prophet to come out. <laughs> and not the shit started. Manifestation. Oh, okay. Katie, the shit starter will be here later. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> oh, did, shit. You read the, did you not read the, the list of yeah, shit? I, mean, he, I know. That's why I was Right. He's still yeah, there. so he'll be in and out. Okay. Yeah, he's still got an appointment. He'll still be here. <laughs> What's up, man? How's everybody doing, man? I'm just trying to get navigate through these court cases, man. We got <laughs> story. Then we got. Gunna. What you think about Ma Megan T? What you think about Megan? I think she full of shit. Full of shit, like a, that's the rest. <laughs> of oh man, I, I like Megan. I like Megan as an artist, but as a, as a female, <laughs> I think she's full of shit as a female. You know. Oh man. man. This Damn, Meg. Damn, it Meg. sounds like it. She has emotional trauma that she's trying to blame on the world. So, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. She's a uh, Aquarius, y'all. I'm sorry. They're crazy. We're crazy at times, okay? But we don't lie. That's the we biggest lie. thing. That's the biggest thing in this whole case, Katie, is that she lied. She and lied. That's why I said, are, are you sure he did not pull that trigger? Oh, wait, wait, hold on now. Hold on. This case is not even about if he pulled the trigger or not. The case is all about Meg Lyon saying, I didn't fuck none of these niggas. <laughs> That's what the whole case is about. The whole case is about. Oh, so she's saying she didn't mess with her. Right. <laughs> what did she do? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but this too, this is where I feel like her boyfriend is feeling crazy too because I feel like she was giving him all these kindness of stories and now he's hearing the truth. Now he's hearing, now he's hearing the real truth. Right, right. Right. Fuck that nigga. So just like you fuck that. Oh. We asked the same question on Thursday and I want to ask this to the audience. If you had to sit through a trial and your significant other was on trial and you heard their backstory, would you feel some type of way? And the reason why I'm asking is because Meg's boyfriend, Party, is now saying he is disgusted because he has to hear all of these guys that she has slept, possibly slept with. Would you be embarrassed the same way that she is because he's hearing these things? Or would you just be like, it is what it is? Ladies. You see, Karen? You see that? Can you? <laughs> Right now, Tara, I, I I can't just not associate with her. She she is what she is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she she's a messy one. But um, now Nia, how, how did you say that? See, Tara threw me off. Tara yeah. threw me off. He said, if you was in the courtroom and they was talking about how the guy that you mess with now was fucking this, that, and the third, would you be embarrassed by that? No. Uh, Mm -mm. No, uh, it happened. That's in the I, past. It happened before me, so how could I get embarrassed? The only problem with it being is that 
he's probably feeling embarrassed because she gave him one version of the story. So I think the embarrassment comes in with, with the non-communication, not just learning. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Ish. That's what I'm trying to explain to KD. This is not even really all about this shooting. This is about Meg fucking lying. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. You fuck these niggas. <laughs> right. And that's own it, sis. If you did it, you did it. Right. You gotta own it. Uh -huh. It's crazy. I'm good. No, but I won't rock out. I'll be like, people, okay. People gotta understand that this, that ain't the first, you know, your dick ain't the first dick that she sucked. And you ain't, she was not a virgin, my nigga. Like, stop, right. grow up, my nigga. Just grow up. She That's is the stallion. Right. Grow right. up. Right. She's a female. The fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. maybe she earned that name, the stallion, for her sexual. Right. Hmm, you glorifying that? Huh? You glorifying that? No. <laughs> and it's because you like her music. Well, I love her music. Yeah, I like her music. But I'm saying, if the roles was reversed, you'd be tearing, you'd be tearing him in the asshole. Now, I didn't say I approve of what she did. Now, I do like her music, but I'm saying the stallion. Maybe that's how she acquired that name. Riding. That's how many guys. Hey, T, Before we go on any further, brother, tell him what you got on. Got it's on respect to your place. Well, this is this is my DSU uh, T-shirt for those who don't know, man. I went to Delaware State University, and mm. I'm going to tell y'all that when I first got to college, I was still 17. So everybody on the campus used to be like, "Yo, you go here though," <laughs> like, just because I was a young boy. But you know, it is what it is. But the biggest thing about that is I didn't know anybody there. I didn't know anybody in Delaware. I didn't know anybody on the campus. And I want to preach this message to you ladies that the reason why I gained a new family and a whole new crew all came through this thing that we love called basketball. <laughs> now, see, when you play sports and things of that nature, that also leads to friendships and brotherhoods and things of that nature. So once I went to Dell State and I was playing basketball, people started recognizing me and that's what forged with me and some of them are still close to this day is this thing that we call sports ladies and gentlemen <laughs> get, get used to it <laughs> like maybe you'll gain some friends <laughs> but shout out to Dell State it is an HBCU Nope, I do. I do stand behind my my HBCU. HBCU. <laughs> I, don't, I can't, can't speak for everybody else. Right. right. <laughs> I can't behind my HBCU. Leave nail alone. You know. <laughs> no. Shout out to Dell State, man. Good right. times. Good times. Good times. Katie, he wasn't coming at no. He was talking about Dion. Come right. on. Oh, Dion. Oh, okay. Well, I thought he was talking because Nail went to. Penn State. Nair, you ain't slipping by. See, see y'all nail play that little roughness. Look how smart he is. Okay. Well, I was the fuck go? I said, laughing soon because I'm about to get in her ass. Who said that was dumb? I cannot. Nobody said you were, but I'm talking about you You play that rough. So, I mean, you know, you play that other side so much. But look at the side that's showing now. 
I can't. When I play the rough side, I'm a tender, I'm a tenderoni. I'm a soft. Not a tenderoni though. Softy. Did he say tenderoni? He did. He did. Okay. Moving on. No, what's up? I just want y'all to know that I'm going to start some heavy shit later on. <laughs> so y'all might well start preparing yourselves now. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't cry. I don't know what else is going. Can't nothing oh. else be bad worse than that. Too. So before we get into the starting, let's get into this one last topic before we get into the, the nice main event. And this is going to be a collaboration with a lot of questions going to be directed at each because of her legal background. Did Gunna snitch? That's the question. Did Gunna snitch? If y'all haven't, if y'all don't know who that is, Gunna. No, no, hold on. No, you asking the wrong person. You got to ask the Fed over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Hey, they're gonna get the wrong person. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm not a snitch. I wouldn't know. <laughs> if y'all know what we're talking about, Gunna is home. Gunna um pled guilty to some charges, Rico charges that has it seems like implemented or implicated YSL um as a gang. He was asked a series of questions, and every question that he asked was was answered by yes, which his senses was communicate communicate. What is it? Um, commuted um, for time served. He had served one year, and also he has five years of probation. Supervisor. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Now, before we uh, pass it to each, I want to ask you a question. So, if we get locked up together, right? Yeah. And they be like. No, we're gonna let you go, right? Yeah, but just answer these questions yes or no. Was you there? No, was you with me? No, is this a gang? No, now you see how Nell's answering no to all of these questions, <laughs> even though they might have the tape showing that Nell was there with me. <laughs> the reason why he's answering no to these questions is. If you say yes to any of these questions, you're I'm, a bunch it, of pitch. Yeah, I'm pitching on T. I'm implicating T. Right. And all it was I there? Yes. So that means the shit that we got caught with was real. Right. So you know, it's it's a it's a sticky situation. So this is why I say, if you're not built for what you're into, don't do it. Mm -hmm. That's why right. I stay in the house. Mm -hmm. That's why I I go to the mall. That's why I go on trips. That's why I'm not in the street no more. I don't got time for that. I don't got I don't I'm not built for it. So I'm not getting involved in that life because I don't want to go to jail. But when you are in that life, you got to take the responsi responsibilities and repercussions for your actions. All right, Ish, uh, mm. break down this this new law that I never heard of until this shit right here. <laughs> so break down how this law works, where you can get out, you can plead guilty, but you're not actually pleading guilty. Pleading guilty, yeah. So basically, in in our area, which is the Eastern District, is called a nolo contendere plea. Um, in Atlanta, is called the Alfred plea. Um, basically, they're equivalent to one another, and it's basically stating you are pleading that these acts have transpired 
but you are not pleading that you did any of them. So it's you're pleading guilty, but okay. you're not pleading guilty. Yep. Sounds like a fucking snitch to me. <laughs> right. And so basically, I'm assuming, because I've seen this a lot, um, you know, in legal terms, when you're breaking it down, was broken down in the indictment, was broken down in the discovery, et cetera. When they ask you those questions, your legal team is saying to you, hey, listen, you're not snitching because you're only agreeing to all of the evidence and everything that has already been laid out in the indictment or laid out in the discovery. So on the street, obviously, when you're answering yes, 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 right. it's snitching. And in in legal terms, you know, when your legal team is coming to you, you're not saying anything that's not already been, uh, uh, you know, laid out on the field for you. Um, and so I guess it just all depends on how his legal team approached him with it. Um, and, you know, I can't see that their legal teams, even being co-defendants, right. I can't see their legal teams not communicating with one another right. and that each legal team knows what the other is doing and that each defendant and co-defendant know what the other is doing. So but I would be very surprised. Hold on, hold on, Ishri, because what I want to say is um, you see the way Nell answered those questions is like, mm -hmm. if you're in this situation, you're supposed to either say no or I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, you're either just supposed to say no or I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. know. Like, right. even, even if they got you on tape and they saw me and Nell in the car, to get, I, that, I, don't, I don't know that nigga. <laughs> that's that, that's just how the fucking go. Then that, that was me in the car with him, but I don't know that nigga. Right. <laughs> then you don't get afforded those deals. Then you right. go to trial. And so, if Gunna would have done that, then he wouldn't he wouldn't be out. He would be waiting for trial. You know, waiting for trial, just like oh, right. So but, but if we get if we get roped up in this together, guess what? That's we how you got to ride out. We either have to all plead out. Or we have to all go through the trial. Oh, exactly. And that's how it works. And exactly. if you don't do it that way, somebody snitch. Right. Oh, right. Hell. Now, wait a minute now. What what you call a snitch? Because when you ask those you questions. You're fucking wet. <laughs> wait a minute now. What? This you know, snitch. This is a snitch. Man, get you a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> he on the stand right now, pointing niggas out. He on the stand, pointing niggas out right now. <laughs> you want to know Nell, you so wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if they ask, like, like the way each just explained it, it's more like they're being railroaded into it. KD, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are being railroaded, but you have to fucking know better. Right. <laughs> like, you make the decision. Not, you make the decision. This is right. not kindergarten. You have to fucking know better. Whenever a mm -hmm. cop or anybody of this nature asks you anything, your answer is always, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Now, even <laughs> right. I know that. Right. Right. I mean, even, even I know that when the cops ask you something, I don't know. You don't tell them nothing. Now, I seriously, my my mama taught me that early. That's why, that's why Bobby Schmurter, Roddy Rebel, and that whole GS Nine crew is were so revered in our community is because they said nothing. They took their lumps on the chin, 
and they sat down for each other and they did mm -hmm. they they had they asked Bobby Smyrna to he actually wasn't he was actually going to face less charges if he would have said gave up Roddy Rebel. Right. Not doing it and sat down for seven years instead of doing two and a half, three years. So right there, as them guys did the crime, they doing the time. Right. If you're not built. Look, no, not not only not only not only if you was there, you was there, but the whole the whole premise of it is is you can snitch and get out, but your life ain't the same anymore anyway. So what the fuck is the point? Right. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's true. Because just the way people are going to be looking at it, your music is going to be affected from it. Like, what are you going to really be able to do and 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 be productive with after this? Right. Got to eat that. This ain't country music. This is rap. Right. Mm -hmm. Got standards. And rap music in our community, they not support none of that. Right. If 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 it doesn't come out that young thug pushed the button and said, All right, I'm gonna take this, I right. need to go do this, get on the streets, get hot, make that money, then right. all is relative at that point. Because if if he come out and say, I told Gunner to go do this because I needed him out in the street more than I needed him in here, then mm -hmm. it ain't snitching no more because I'm you're telling me to do something. Right. And you allow me to just take the charge. Now, now since Gunner has done that, four other guys have pled guilty to those RICO charges and now have gotten out. Right. Mm -hmm. Former the one of the founders of YSL, one of the rappers, and another one like two two other rappers have gotten out. Mm -hmm. So altogether, it's been four people who have who actually took the stand and and and, and said yes. So, we'll see. It so was just. It was so the, it's looking like they about to drop the the fucking anvil or whatever on Young Thug's head, and it's 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 about to be a rap for Young Thug. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. It's like everybody else let out. Yeah, it's looking like everybody's turning in their G card, and they like this is on you, good brother. <laughs> and that's what it's looking like. So it's looking like he'll. He'll probably get hit with like 60 years. That's heavy. That's mm. heavy. So at this point, knowing that, let's say you facing 60 years. Do you send Gunner to that play and say, yo, I need you out in the street making music? I'm going to come out on your behalf and be like, I asked you to do that. So it's not snitching no more. It's just I pushed the button on that play so you can go out and make music and then because you still signed to my label, right? That money goes to my kids and my family versus me, and now my family is still benefiting from my business. Right, right. right. But the part that people are missing is that I I might be able to get off from this shit if you don't fucking snitch. <laughs> you want me to know? Would you say? I said because they don't have any evidence. Right. I might be able to get off on this shit if you don't fucking snitch. So I'm not telling you to do all of that unless I know that there's no way I can beat this case. Now, mm -hmm. now, now even if I know I can't beat this case when I'm still looking at 60, I, I don't know. I, I'll have to be in that situation. But yeah. I, I don't think there's ever a time when I'm going to tell somebody, uh, 
yeah, go ahead and snitch your way up out of this. <laughs> I, right. I, I just don't think that that works for me. Like, it, don't, it don't sound right. Like, it don't, it don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. And, I've, and then the crazy part about it, I've seen this happen. I've seen um, a co-defendant plead guilty, right. receive, what, three to six years, I think it was, right. and our client take it to trial and beat all the right. charges. Wow. Now, that is insane because then he's scot-free, right? right? You have already laid out your loyalty at this point by pleading guilty, right? Well, your non-loyalty, shall right. I say, right? And now he comes home. What do you have as far as friendship or business-wise? That's that's over if he gets over. found not guilty. I mean, even even if I even if I take the charge, even if I take the charge, I still can't fuck with you no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You be through with them. Yeah. Serial killer. No, it's not serial killer, Katie. <laughs> it's it's not serial killer, Katie. It's because I took this fucking charge, and you get to go live your fucking life happy, go lucky. <laughs> That's different. That's a different scenario. It ain't serial. If you know what you signed up for at that point, right? If you if you supposed to be in this with me, then you sit in this shit with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. But what if, by chance, it is what Nail said? What's he that? knew that he wasn't going to be getting out, but his family need to be fed, and he see right here that this guy is on his label, right? And but, can make that money. But but is that going to work with with Young Thug being in jail? Is that going to work with him being labeled a snitch? It's all these right. other variables that go into that. That that's not a guarantee that that's going to work. Mm -hmm. In this business, that's a lifetime scar. Uh -huh. Wow. Looks like to me, he's just going to have to move out the country. I can't. <laughs> I mean, if, if he's labeled as a snitch in this, I mean, do, do y'all see him being able to make it in Atlanta or New York or, you know, wherever this was at? Well, they trying to combat it where the, the the legal team made a statement that he wasn't snitching, you know, they got family. Well, he's, he's, doing, he's, doing, he's doing this with what money, Katie? Hmm. That is true. Now, you said that about the legal team each, but listen to T. I don't care what that legal team said. The right. streets say you snitched. Right. Right. Are you a yeah. snitch? Would you ever snitch? <laughs> would you ever snitch? Katie was, what, was I ever a snitch? Were you or would you? Katie is oh, a snitch. No, no. I so wouldn't with somebody with 10, 10 bricks of cocaine in a trunk and you know is in there, cop pull you over. Are you telling on me? Wait a minute now. A snitch. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, because simply because if seriously. If I get in that car with you, knowing the situation, what if you don't? I know, am baby? accepting the consequences. Hold on, hold on, Katie. Even if you don't know, you snitching. Well, I just tell them I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. All right. Just and I would be lying because I right. wouldn't know anything. That's actually not the right answer. You know what the right answer is, Katie? What is? I have nothing to say without my attorney. 
Right. Ah, a lot of people don't realize that. I don't know anything, or I didn't. No, no, Ish. Nothing I'm gonna, to I'm say. I'm gonna tell you how I used to play that, Ish. Uh, like when I was in my mischievous days. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, I would carry my lawyer's card around and just handle my the card. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even You're speaking. Not even yeah, I'm not even speaking at this way. I, I, I'll just give you my lawyer's card. Like, dang, <laughs> T, you carried the lawyer's card around. How much trouble did you get in? You in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> you always got backup plan. When you in the streets, you gotta know what's going, what's come, what's coming with that. Right, right. That's the jail, and sometimes you make it out where you don't, where you where you gave all both of them out, and you make it to the, you make it, but. The life of us in the hood, or the life that puts yourself in these situations because you need to survive. What's up, man? We ready to move on? Yeah, I'm telling them, they, I'm telling them, they yours. You asked me to drive you to walk your car. It is snitching on all of us, y'all. <laughs> we all going. I would not snitch, not not on purpose. Now they well, not I not on purpose. They wouldn't trick it out. <laughs> But I wouldn't do it on purpose. She's the fact that's going to ask for a whole meal in the, in the, in the joint and ask them to, <laughs> well, can you get your meal in here? Because uh -uh, Isha told me what to say. I have nothing to say without the presence of my attorney. Right, Isha? Mm -hmm. That's right. You're going to forget that shit and start crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I'm cry. Yo, I can see Katie crying right now. Like, oh, my God. Katie, you're going to have to hold it together, mama. No, I would not cry. You're going to have to hold it together. I, I would not cry. Now, they, I'm not, the truth may escape my lips. I would have to really hold that in. <laughs> I really have to hold that in until my lawyer get there, because that truth is going to have to come out to somebody. Oh my god. No, look, before we move on though, we, this is what we gotta do with KD. We got this this is one of them Jones where it's like, yo, KD sleep in the room, man. All right, we out. Right. Can't tell what she don't know. She the type that if we on a high speed chase, she getting pushed out the cart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why right. Like I'm pushing, to go. I'm pushing your ass out doing 90. You gonna <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, hit this corner. I'm like, all right, Katie, yeah. get the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> Damn. Open the door and Damn. And the Wallace move it. Oh, ain't shit. Yep. <laughs> so then our next topic is if y'all, I know y'all seen it. Everybody has social media. Everybody has TV. Everybody has news except KD. But HBC used to Leah um, Heyman arrested for arguing with. That was wild. You got the details on this? Yeah. So basically, um, what happened was this young lady um, submitted uh, her work maybe about two weeks in advance for her group project that was upcoming. Um, six hours before the class, the professor told her that it was done improperly and told her that she needed to like redo it or gave her a list of, you know, items that she needed to correct, et cetera. Um, Layla then said, hey, listen, like it took me 
a long time to put this together and you giving me six hours to change it or make corrections, etc. No, but I'm going to show up to class because I don't want my group to suffer because of me. She got there, the teacher, she presented it. The teacher said, I told you to make the changes. She said, well, I didn't have enough time, blah, 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 blah. An argument ensued. Um, there was some unpleasantries exchanged. The teacher said, you know, apologize or I'm calling, you know, campus police or security or what have you. Um, and she said, you know, I'm not apologizing. However, that came about. And then the, the campus police came um, to, I guess, diffuse the situation and got more intense, more words exchanged. Now the students are filming. It, it's being all blown out of proportion. Um, and the student is then arrested because she will not apologize. The teacher gave her the ultimatum, apologize or you're being taken out of here. And because she did not apologize, she was removed in handcuffs um, and arrested. Um, you said this teacher was uh, white, right? Correct. So is this a, a case of um, bend over nigga or something? Yeah, this is... <laughs> I think this was just way, way, way out of control. This could have been handled so much differently because even if you're going to reprimand the student for, you know, talking back or 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 not correcting academically, however you decided to deal with her, that's one thing. But to have her to call the police to ignite the situation even more than what it has already blown into. And for this child to be taken out in handcuffs and arrested, that's definitely a black and white issue. Like you can't arrest me for an argument. Um, yeah, you can't arrest me for. I need exactly. all the, I, need, I need more details in this case because you can't arrest me for an argument, and I need to know what you wanted out of this project. I need to know right. the details of was it a racist thing? Was it like uh, homophobic slurs or whatever? I need to know what the details are. In this None project. of that. When, when she got there, they basically was, she was saying, I am not resisting because it was a fact that the teacher told her to leave right. the room and she didn't. She wouldn't apologize. She wouldn't leave. And so she called the police. And at that point, the police were there to remove her. And because she would not leave, that's considered resisting. Right. Yeah, I guess the, I guess the charge would be resisting arrest, uh, Angelia, or uh they 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 can they start pulling shit out the box like uh inciting a riot they start pulling all kinds mm -hmm. of shit out <laughs> like when, when this kind of shit happened they just be making shit up on the spot like mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. and the dean of the school uh i believe made a statement that they stand behind her being arrested um and and i'm sure that is going to be you know, it's a shitload of charges that's going to follow with just whatever one charge they come up with. Right. Um, because that's just how it always goes. You get arrested for one thing and you're charged with 10. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. Katie, are you apologizing? Not if I think I was wrong. I'm not. No. No. Now, that's my next question. She had been asked not to come to the classroom, right? No, she was asked to change her, uh, to change her, uh, whatever the project was. She was asked to change the project. Not, oh. 
not to not not hell not. no i want to apologize nope no what's up man you you asking me hell <laughs> no i ain't apologizing and it seemed like the teacher was giving her a lot of friction though so i yeah. wouldn't apologize either it seemed like the teacher was giving her some friction like it's different when you go in there and you and you and you being an aggressor and you doing and you just being disrespectful. But when you, when you, when you're being antagonized, mm-hmm. right, and belittled and talked down, mm-hmm. that that it, it makes the situation that much more harmful for everybody. Right. The, yeah, you know, you regardless if you're my professor and I'm the student, I'm not no child, and I'm paying for this education at this point. This ain't free. I got questions though, man, because I didn't know where is her parents at because they would have saw me on the news by now. <laughs> I would have right. been on the news by now. <laughs> like the fuck. I haven't seen her parents or anybody speak up. I've I saw her videos speaking about the incident um and what happened, but I didn't see anybody else speak up about it yet. Hmm. Yeah, I know that I need hmm. to I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on that story because I need to know all the details. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's some sketchiness there. Sound like, mm-hmm. like, well, like a lot of things. What was the project? Right. You know. Right. And a lot of times it be you know a lot of times it be those professors be having like uh, that power thing. They want to share. And when you uh, you try to challenge their power, then they want to make an example out of you, kind of shit. And that's right. what that sound like to me. T. I was thinking that. Right, like, um, she felt dis- <laughs> disrespected. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the professor could have did a, a better job at diffusing the situation instead of uh, uh, fueling it, which it seems that she was doing. And 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 she shouldn't have never got the police involved because once the police get involved, then you know, if the if the child is not leaving, if the girl's not, she's not a child, but if the girl's not leaving, then she already knows that the police are going to arrest her. So that was like it was just bad. Just bad. This is nonsense going on, man. Mm-hmm. What's up, people? What we doing? I'm ready to do it. But... <laughs> you ready to get to it now? <laughs> You ready to get to it? Uh, all, right, all right. Well, let's see some comments. What they saying in the comments? Nothing. Oh. Angelia okay. said, "Where's Al Sharpton at?" <laughs> oh, this is, this is some bullshit. Fuck Al Sharpton. He ain't, he ain't. Oh my god. Yeah, they basically saying this some bullshit in the chat. Yeah. Okay. They basically saying this some bullshit in the chat. Uh, uh. What's up, man? The shit started time. Yeah. Shit yeah. started time. Shit started. <laughs> It's time for the shit. Ding, 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 ding. Let me see what's going on. Ding. Not the bell, though, no. I was chilling, minding my business, right? Being a prophet, you know, doing, doing my work for sweet little baby Jesus. <laughs> These kind of things. And, you know, the crew was like, yo, uh, you need some shit started shit. So, you know, I'll give you all a little uh, background story on this. So I was at work one day, right? And it's these two uh, girls. There's one younger. She's probably like 18, 19. And then there's this older lady who's probably like 40 or 50. So she's saying, um, no, get that comment off the screen. So she's saying, um, T, why do you uh, always 
you know, say that women are crazy or, you know, that we have these kind of issues or this and that. So I was like, I asked her a simple question and I was like, um, have you ever broke anything? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I broke my guy's window out or whatever. And the older lady is saying, yeah, I broke a couple TVs, this and this and that. So I was like, what do y'all think that accomplishes? Like, how does that help the situation besides you showing your emotions that you can't control your emotions? That doesn't really help the situation. And then I, we, you know, we got into a, a debate or whatever. And then the girls were saying, um, I don't even like my guy giving attention to other females. She was like, if I see him talking to another girl and he's laughing, I'm be like, why the fuck is you laughing? Like, <laughs> like now you can't even laugh in a general conversation. And I was like, why is that? She was like, I know that bitch ain't funnier than me. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why are you running off the cliff with this shit? So the basic overall question of this is, why is it a problem for your man to even have fun outside of you? Why is that a thing? Are, are you ladies threatened from your man just laughing and having general fun outside of you? Is that a thing? I love to see him have fun outside of me. Have fun. So, as long as you're having fun with me when you're home. Oh, here it go. There it go. There it go. Lady, you just might not be no fun. The hell you say. So now, so now, what if you not no fun and then you see me laughing with somebody, but but I never let Well, then we, we, we have a serious problem that we need to work on. Wait home. a minute. Wait a minute, Katie. So you never see me laugh with you. Or we never laugh together. We never have fun together. But you see me laughing with somebody just in a general clean clean sense. Is that a problem for you? Like, are you going to feel mm -mm. any type of way? Mm -mm. Really, I wouldn't. I hear you. Mm -mm. Just general. Mm -mm. Uh, Jennifer, men are not the same way. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> who, who, who you laughing with? <laughs> I, I mean, men can be that way, though. I, Not all men, but some men are that way. I guess. Um, no, have you experienced a time where a female was upset with you because you were having f just you just having clean fun by yourself, not even <laughs> with anybody else. You just having fun, but she not a part of it. You've experienced this. This is a real thing, right? Yeah. It doesn't lend itself well, ladies. It just like it's it gives crazy and it gives like what? Like just, I don't understand it, but it is what it is. So now and, and I have seen that happen. My yeah. mom was like that. She didn't like to see my daddy laugh and having fun. Wow. I, mean, it, I can't. Because what? he didn't do it with her, I guess. I don't know, man. Maybe she wasn't fucking fun. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The majority of y'all is not fucking fun. Oh I guess she was not fun to him. Yes, can we start right there? That majority of y'all are not fun. Sorry, ladies. Well, I'm fun. I don't know. But Pleasure. the majority of y'all are not fun. So this, so the young one, let me tell y'all. So the young one who, she just, her birthday just passed. She just turned 19. So I was like, so what did you do for your birthday? And she was like, you know, 
The only thing I really like to do is smoke with my mom. That's her whole fun. Her whole fun in life <laughs> is not to go out and do anything. Her whole fun in life is just to be able to smoke with her mom. Mm. So now you're upset when you see your guy laughing with another female, but you're not fun. Right. See, that's bothersome to me that, you know, that it could be a problem, but then you don't see the problem within yourself, possibly. You know what I mean? Um, so that's when it, it seems to become a little problematic in my mind, because it's like, how can you create a problem when you, you got a lot more going on, sis? So, so now I can't have fun just because you're not fun. So now I gotta sit around with you, and we both just bored to the motherfucker, right? Be, be you know what? Together, huh? You know what? You know what? You know what's so telling though? And I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break a scenario down where we all can understand. You can before you get with a woman and y'all friends and y'all courting and y'all talking. The most fun has ever had been. Then when we get into a relationship, it be done. The fun dissipates. There's no fun. It's challenging. It's hard. It's explaining. It's why this and why did you do that and what you doing there and it doesn't. It, it it's not fun. So then when you get out of that situation and you talk to somebody else, not saying you're trying to get with them. It's just outside conversations or communications outside of your bubble of your relationship. It's fun again. Right. Right. People don't understand that. When we get in, before we got in relationships, we had such great conversations and we had such great times and we laughed and we joked. We stayed on the phone for hours. We never wanted to hang up. We couldn't get off the phone. We couldn't wait to, we could. We didn't want to hang up. We would fall asleep on the phone. But the moment we said, we go together, we're exclusive, I'm yours, you're mine. That's when the fucking fun stops. But hold on, because a lot of people. Oh, y'all say it shouldn't, but it does, and you know no, it, ladies. No, no I don't. All of us. I don't want to get on the comfort. I don't want to get on the comfort level of it. I want to get. I want to stay on the. She was never fucking fun. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got some people who are never fun. Right. And you find fun other places. It don't necessarily right. mean you want to be with them. It just means you're still you, you your fun button needs to be pushed and you're right. Having... Mm -hmm. right. Well, maybe you're not fun for her. I don't maybe smoke. That's why she's no fun. I don't smoke. <laughs> mom. He already laid out a scenario. That's all she wanna do is smoke and be smoking with her mom. I'm not her mom and I don't right. smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. Who's fun in that? Who wants to be mm -hmm. hot? Who wanna Hold be hot on. on? Hold, hold on, hold on though. Hold on though, because I seen. I think it was Helen in the comments saying uh, she needs a definition of fun. This is what I'm talking about. If you don't know what fun is, you're not fun. <laughs> She's having her type of fun. KD, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Anybody who knows what fun is, they don't have to question it. It's not a question. <laughs> Everybody's fun is not the same. Right. Everybody's fun is not the same, but you know what fun is. You know going bowling. Yeah. Going to the movies. You know laughing and joking. You know we bitting on somebody. You know whatever it is. You know what fun is. And some people don't know what fun is because they're not fun. That is true. Right. Sadly. Right. That is true. That's what it is. Um, it's either you know what fun is or you don't. That is true. That's true. That's 
truth some people thing. don't know how to have fun they lose sight but i feel like to have fun Mm-hmm. But I feel like, honestly, shouldn't you know, like, kind of early into a situation that those fun vibes or those laughter vibes or, or whatever is just not there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though, because she, she is right in that. Sometimes you, you do see that, that, that that's not there, Ish, but you, you kind of mask it, like, but I still like her, though. She's, she's still good in other areas. Mm. So it's like you could be with a person, whether it be a guy or a girl, you know, however the situation works. You can mask that that whole fun portion into other things. Like they're good at this, they're good at that, whatever, whatever. But if you're an overall fun person, you're gonna always have that itch, or you're gonna always just be having fun, just your natural personality. Like my right. natural personality is laughing and joking all the fucking time, and that's not for everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Or my yeah, you make a great point. Your your nurture personality is going to show in and around everybody else, right? And that person may not know how to to canvas that. Right. right. So and then they always look like you always have you always can talk to other people greatly. You communicate with others well and you can have fun with other people. You can laugh and joke, but when you're with me, you're never fun or you never have that same type of energy. It don't you don't get it. You don't might not you don't fucking get it. <laughs> it is some you know you gotta that's why we said before earlier start talking to your motherfucking person ask that person hey what they like what do they don't like what you what's your button pusher what's not because then you could find out what's fun to them now you know she all she wanna do is smoke blunts and talk to her mom all night <laughs> and then and then and now you gotta make a decision is that enough for you so yeah. now so now, even if I'm with you and that's enough for me, you can't be mad when I go out and have fun with other people because you're not fucking fun. Or if <laughs> I'm going to come back home to you, but I got to get my fun somewhere else. Or if that's what you all about, getting high and chilling with your mom, which is cool, the moment I don't come up with ideas to do anything outside of that, you can't be upset because this is what I've done. This is all you want to do. Being. Right. I'm adapting to my environment. You told me this is what your fun place is. Cool. I'm going to find something else to do in, in, in the interim. No, man, I'm going to go holler at somebody else. It's just being, I'm going to find my fun in this area. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is JC? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> my bad. JC in the comments, KD. JC in the comments. What's up, K What's up, JC? AC, did you get the uh, link? So let us know in the comments. Um, have you dated anybody that's not fun? And y'all can answer as well. Uh, Ish, Kade, what's up? Yeah, I mean, well, my, uh, I, I'm not ashamed to say that my last relationship, my ex, he didn't like to see me have fun because we had totally different personalities. Right. And sometimes that's the case. You just have different personalities. But like you say, you make up for it, I guess, in another area. Uh, Laura, Laura is in the comments, and she's saying she's with somebody that's not fun right now. <laughs> so we, we're going to pray for you, Laura, <laughs> and hope that their other, you know, their other checks, their other boxes, they check those other boxes. Right. Personally, I need to laugh and joke. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. 
you're not gonna put me in this stressful world and then say I can't laugh on top of that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Hold up. So, so they, they they saying that they are in relationships where their partners say they can't have fun. No, where their partners is not fun. Maybe they didn't bring out the best in their partner. <laughs> Do you think that? But 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 even if even if a person didn't bring out the best in you, you would still be naturally right. fun, right? Like. It's, it's it's sometimes it's just so you can only be fun if a person brings it out in you. No, like not no. All, be fun, but they don't know. But they don't know what your fun is. Sometimes they might not know what your fun is. Right. But they don't right. know that that's fun to you. Right. Right. Like you, you got people that's going to critique. Hold on, hold on, hold on, no, hold, hold on, no, hold on, no. I'm glad right. you said that. I want to right. stay on that point right there. No, no. Have you been with a girl who just won't let her fun out? She is fun, but she won't let it out. Like she don't want other people to see it. Like she's been, you know, she, she, she got the shield on. She don't want other people to see that side of her. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> how, how about you, ladies? Have you seen that before? Somebody who's been fun with you, but when they get out, you know, they clamor up. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've never been with anybody like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Either they're fun or they're not. No, well, I know and I think too engage, I know people that won't engage just because they don't want people to see them like you know doing silly shit. Like yeah. I don't care about right. doing silly now shit. I'm I'm not saying it don't exist, I'm just saying it hasn't come across me. Right. But yeah, I, think, I, I know people are, that are like that. They mm -hmm. don't want are, they don't want to be seen, you know. Mm -hmm. They they worry about being judged, I guess. Right. They they worry about being judged. Right, right. And I guess with that other person, they find that little safe space. And mm -hmm. so then they, you know, they let themselves be themselves with them. But then if we take it out, mm -mm, it ain't yeah. happening. And that's swag. So, Nell, let me Sorry. ask you. Yeah. Because we laugh and joke a lot, right? Yeah. How hard is it to be with somebody that's not fun? You know what? I ain't even going. I ain't even going to hold you. I don't even care about that type of shit, <laughs> uh, because I make own fun up in my own head. And at the end of the day, I can't expect somebody to be something that I want them to be if they're not that. I'm with that person because of how they make me feel, right? And what the, the love that I, I feel for them within me. I'm that. I'm that grown that I understand what love looks like for me. I know what I need. I know what I feel, and I know what I want. So. If a person ain't the most communicative, the per the most explosive, the most this, that, and the third, it's cool if I if I if I like them enough. Because no, my my no, 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 no. I'm, no. My, no. Can you get your brother, man? That's not true. They might be working too much. <laughs> hey, Mike. What's can, up? You get, can you get your brother? I don't even I don't even know if I like Mike right now, T. My man, my, <laughs> I don't even know if Mike is my I don't even know if I like Mike right now. Listen, I, I need you to be I need you to be fun on the level of I don't give a fuck who we're around. If we over here in the corner farting on each other and busting jokes and doing whatever the fuck we doing, that's what the fuck we doing. And we don't give a fuck about what's going on with other people. But you know what, too? 
what, what people gotta understand too is yeah, you could be fun because everybody got some kind of fun in them. Mm-hmm. Certain situations take the fun out of shit. Cause you gotta be on edge, you gotta be on egg shot. That's right. right. Yeah, like, I hate that shit. Chip, well, you gotta be in a situation where you went on eggshells because you don't know what their response gonna be. Right. Or you don't you waiting for them to be on some some wild simple shit or yeah, no, that's what I wanted to say. No, no. Have you had to have you had to turn down your fun? Mm-hmm. I gotta turn down that shit on the show. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm not with that shit. <laughs> I am not with that shit. <laughs> Yo, so that's why when you say some people say, am I with somebody that's not fun or I'm dealing with a person not fun? Sometimes you got to look at what made that person lose themselves or stop being what, being whatever. You got with them for something. They had to be fun at some point in their life. You got with them for something. It was some good shit that you liked about them. So we we, we go we go on these. You got to find it then. This and that and that. And I'm with a person that's this and that. What the fuck was the person when you met them? Was they what? Nothing? Like that's why I say you gotta learn them. Y'all ain't learning them. Y'all learning y'all, and y'all trying to implement y'all on them. It's not gonna work. Right. You can't get happiness when you don't plug into their sockets. Right. So mm-hmm. you gotta sit down and you gotta t- figure out what's for them instead of portraying your shit on them and expecting them to reciprocate with some shit that you wanna enjoy. Facts. Ding dong. So I can't agree. I mean, I can't agree. What well, can't? I can't. I can't. You I mean, can't you got to learn each other. I mean, sometimes people just don't vibe. You don't That's enjoy the same things, and you're not gonna have fun together. We and are we not supposed to learn? Yeah. You just supposed to learn me, and I'm not supposed to learn you. I'm saying I, I it's supposed to be twofold. We learn each other. Right. Yep. You learn me. You yeah. want to see what my happiness is? My happiness might be me. It's talking about basketball and football <laughs> and entertains me. Right. And you may see me crack jokes and crack smiles and shit. Have you ever had a number of conversations about that? No. Do you know what why sneakers makes me the happiest in the world? I was gonna say something else. Right. But do you like no? So right. when you don't tap into them resources, then you will not ever get a not you you never will see me smile. And that's you what I'm trying to tell you, man. Be happy. Now, now I got to turn down my fun. Uh, uh. All right, so, so last question. Let me ask everybody on the panel. How how do you or how could you handle somebody that's being jealous of you having fun? Like, you've been your innocent fun. This bullshit right here. This right here. <laughs> right here. I love you to death. This comment is bullshit. If you can't be yourself, it's a problem. People don't allow that is true. Yourself. People don't allow you to be yourself. You know why I say that? Because you can be yourself. And people think, oh, my God, he's so jovial. And he's flirting with everybody else. I'm not flirting. I'm just being my damn self. And it's a label. So y'all, people say these things because it sounds good. And y'all really, really don't really mean it. You don't want that person to be yourself. You want that person to be how you want them to be, which is comfortable for you. Because if they're being yourself and you're uncomfortable because they're putting, you might see them in different situations or they talking this person, that person, that person, and you don't, they don't really want that. So stop mm-hmm. telling people to be yourself because when they be themselves, then it's a problem. Then you want to change them. 
But that's see, here's the thing. Right. If they be themselves, and that's a problem with them being themselves, then that's just simply saying that that person's not accepting you for who you are. Right. That's why I always mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if they can't accept you for being who you are, then you you're changing yourself. I mean that, and that is a problem. That that, would be a problem. That not is that not the case though? Do we not change ourselves? Because I'm not not changing. I'm not changing my personality because of people's (laughs) expectations. Right, but I'm not changing my. I'm not. I'm not changing my personality. To make you feel comfortable, like nobody, right. nobody should. But that's what they want. People want that because if you if you if you're too expressive or you're too this or you're too one sided, you're too left sided. That's not good enough. So you got to be different. Like people want yeah. you to change themselves because that's what makes them comfortable with you. Well, if they, if they can't accept you, all right, hold on, y'all, y'all got to answer the question, man. How do you handle that jealousy? What jealousy? <laughs> the jealousy over somebody being jealous over your innocent fun. Uh, like she, like, like she got an attitude because you happy the Cowboys won. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this is a real shit that happens. She jealous the Cowboys won, right? She's jealous that she's not a part of you. You know your fun. She's jealous. So how do you handle that? I put the hat on her head. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just staring. I ain't handling shit. I'm just looking. Yo, at this point in my life, and yeah. through all the counseling, and through all the heartache, and through all the trials and tribulations, the happy times, I'm just at a point in place. I'm like, it is what it is. Right. You, you mad? Okay. Right. I'm not gonna be mad for it. So Wednesday. All right. All right. Give me that. Right. That's on. All right, look, Mel. This this is the scenario, right? <laughs> look up Mike. Love Mike. I see I see, I see Mike Wallen. <laughs> this is this is the scenario now. She sees you with us, you know. You know how you know how we do when we all get together. We mm-hmm. it's always jokes and all kinds of crazy shit. So she in the car steaming because you you outside talking to us laughing. Now how you handle that? <laughs> That's crazy. Email. This is a real shit. This is some real shit that happens all the fucking time, Ish. I promise you. I've seen that. Tell them to chill the fuck out. Bro. Oh, yeah. It's too wild. My music is going to be on loud. I'm not worrying about that shit. <laughs> I, you, you know me. Y'all know me on here. Y'all know me enough to know Nell was kind of through. And he just going to. He gonna entertain it. He gonna entertain it with just even more laughter because it's gonna be funny to me. Like you know what? It, it gets funny to me, then it infuriates me. That's right. that, I'm gonna I'm I'm be totally honest. I will laugh at it, and then I will try to help to understand. I will try to talk to understand. Like what's up with you? Like why you why you acting like this? What's wrong? And if you tell me or you act like you don't want to tell me or you come back with you should know, that shit irks me. Right. And I only. And I only get agitated with it. And it agitates me because you are tripping for no reason. Right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Now. Let me let me ask the ladies real quick before we move on. 
So, ladies, last last question. Um, you on the phone, you know how y'all cackle with your girlfriends or whatever. Y'all on the phone cackling with your girlfriends, and he walked past and kicked the bed or whatever. And he's like, you going to be on the phone with these bitches all night? <laughs> how y'all handling that? I'll be like, uh, again, my whole thing is going to be like, well, you're not talking to me. Why can't I talk to my friends? What's what's up? You know, what do you want? Can I help you with something? I find out first to make sure that I'm not needed because my man will come first. I make sure nothing is needed. If nothing is needed, well, you're saying your man is coming first. Look at your energy, how you responded back to him when he asked you <laughs> with these bitches. Right. <laughs> the first thing you did was got defensive. He could be let he could. It could have been a joking thing that he said, but you got defensive, and now that's going to turn him off, turn him away. No, no, I, I, I want him to be serious. I want him to be serious. He got a real fucking attitude because you, you want. Oh, yeah, he kicked the bed and everything. Now remember, right? Oh, he's, he's got, got the bed. He's got he's attitude and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's snapping. He's snapping because you won't get off the phone with your friends. Now, now, what you going to do, Ish? It's on you. See, these type of questions are very difficult for me because I'm I'm one of those individuals that match energy. Right. Yeah. So I match energy. So unfortunately, you kick in and you're gonna be on on the phone with dumb bitches all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might not necessary. I don't really know what I'm gonna say, but I just know it's gonna match that energy so i guess all got the petty gene huh i'm definitely very much so. i'm petty than a mother very much so. like a how you gonna kick how you gonna kick the beard and say you're gonna be on the phone with them bitches well first of all my friends is not bitches that's number one <laughs> right. pump your fucking bricks second of all yes nigga yes oh excuse me but yes i'm gonna be <laughs> on this motherfucker all night now like you know i i'm one of those i match i match his energy so yeah, this might not. This might kind of go left. All right, Katie, uh, your guest is ready. What's up? It's a it's spicy. <laughs> it's on you. Katie. Okay, so it's on me now, huh? Well, tonight has been a great show, and it's going to continue to be great. I'm sitting up here, y'all see my head going down, right? Karen's corner has taken a turn. Last time y'all heard me read from T's book. So yes, tonight is no different. I am reading from a book. I did it a little bit different last time because I wanted y'all to be surprised about who book I was reading from. Tonight, however, I do want y'all to be a little aware of this book. It is coming from a guy um, that I have known for years. He is the reason, one of the reasons that I became an author He's helped so many people, him and a young lady. And she right now is helping a lot of people. I don't know if um, if she, if Chrisetta made it or not, but no. I hope she did. But it's called um, The Contract. And I do have a copy of the book, but I had to get it by my Kindle right now because I couldn't come across my paperback. So what I'm going to do is just read the first beginning of the book to you guys so that y'all can just kind of see what these guys are working with. But after that, we're also going to get into some Q and some A because both JC and Chrisetta 
aka Arthur Untamed, have a whole lot going on. And wait until you find out exactly what they have going on. So it begins with the contract begins with Camilla. How you holding up money, Mayweather? I asked Jose. We shared a knowing laugh as we sat down in a detention center together. I can't believe you still fucking with me about that after all these years, he laughed. Shrugging, I rolled my eyes. Apparently, it still applies, nigga. Reaching out, I lovingly caressed his hand. But on the real, Les needed his ass whooped for putting his hands on your mama, just like Josh needed his ass whooped for groping me. Jose's facial expression changed at the mention of Les' name. Yeah, but at least with you, you and your daddy thanked me for that and treated me like family. A moment of silence swept across us as the realization began to sell in that he would be spending some time in juvie for assault with a deadly weapon simply for trying to defend his mom. I was trying to be strong for him because these concrete walls could drive people insane, especially when they didn't deserve to be confined. So many dreams were shattered that night. Even though I know Jose was a thoroughbred, I know being trapped in this hole was eating away at him. Not to mention the fact that I missed him like crazy. He'd been my best friend and crush since we were in elementary school. How the fuck was I going to deal with a year without my Jose? Getting serious, I asked. How are you really holding up in here, Jose? About as well as I can. He wiped his hand down his face. How my mom's doing, y'all? Putting my head down, I couldn't bear to look him in his eyes. I knew that would be his first question. Swallowing hard, I looked up. She's holding Give it to me straight, Camilla, he said, firmly interrupting my rehearsed statement. Looking at me, he smirked. I know you. You can't lie to me. You ain't got to worry about your mom. While you're in here, just worry about keeping your head up until you get them walking papers, I told him. Sucking his teeth, Jose nose flared as he rubbed his hands together. She back with that motherfucker, ain't she? When I didn't readily answer him, he grabbed my hand. Don't lie, Meeks, please. I shook my head and looked away from him. Yeah, she back with him. Jose sat back, shaking his head from side to side. I done got my ass locked up. She went right back to that low-life motherfucker. Fuck she do that to her only son. Man, releasing a, low breath, a slow breath, I shrugged. I don't know. You know how your mom's is, Jose. I ain't excusing her actions or nothing. I'm just saying. I paused briefly as I shook, took his hand into mine. Don't second guess yourself. You did the right thing. Don't let your mama's fucked up choices change who you are. She do a lot of shit wrong. But hell, you are the one thing she got right. A true smile graced his face for the first time since we sat down. Look at you getting all poetic on me and shit. That might be enough to get me through this year in this hellhole. Well, you'll see my poetic ass as much as my dad will let me come to help you get through this year. He'll be here next weekend to see you. He is out of town this weekend for work. 
He sends his regards, though. Nodding, Jose smiled again. Bet. I can't wait to see Dallas. I might need to get up with your dad. I shook my head. Uh-uh, don't you even go there in that discussion. I'm just joking, Camelia. Ser seriously. Boy, no you wasn't. Who the hell you think you fooling? We both laughed. Anyway, don't stress over shit you can't change. Focus on what you got, and that's me and my daddy, if nothing else. I looked at my watch. I got to get up out of here. My grandma wanted me to take her to the store, and all I need is for her to be complaining to my daddy. Girl, stop. Your grandma's a sweet old lady. I stood up to your ass. She loves her some Jose, I joked. You love you some Jose. And I raised my hand as I attempted to hit him to cut his statement off. And I hurriedly put it down as we laughed again. Whatever. You lucky you in here now because I can't pop that big head of yours. Besides, you ain't facing me, Jose Carter, because you love yourself some meeks. You all right? He licked his lips. You are such an ass. I shook my head again. Say you love me before you leave. Bye, nigga. I waved him off as I turned to walk away. Love you too, Meeks. I looked back at him smiling. He winked at me. Shaking my head, I turned away from him again and kept walking. Damn, that boy had me. This was going to be a long-ass year and a half. Who knew that my years were about to get even longer and more lonely? That is just an excerpt from the contract written by Arthur J.C. and Arthur Untamed. As I say, um, I hope they're both here tonight. I know J.C. is here tonight, but I hope they both are because they both have so much going on. Um, those that don't know, I am an author as well. And like I say, J.C., um, I credit him for a lot well, my writing career, really, when I met him, um, I had read one of his books called The Beast. Didn't know the brother. I just found the book in a bookstore. And lo and behold, five years later, I meet him and find out he is the one who wrote The Beast. Well, now I have met my celebrity and my inspiration. <laughs> So JC and I have became, I mean, we when when I say we have became like a community. Any author and T knows that. Arthur Untamed, we're all a community. But JC is one of the the rare ones that we all look up to because he paved the way for a lot of writers. JC, what's shaking, my friend? What's shaking? Oh, you make that sound so good, man. I need to put that on a recording. How y'all doing though? Doing good, doing good. Well, it is so true. Also, he has a podcast that he produces. So you're a busy man. You are a busy man. Yeah, I got a lot going on, but I'm, I'm, I'm making do. You yeah. making do? See, y'all, he, he tried to be shy. He's shy, but he does a lot of work in the background. As you can see us tonight, JC, we're all rocking either um the colleges that we went to or the high school. Now, what y'all don't know is JC um, also is a football player. What college was it that you played football at, JC? Fairville State University. In and um, 
Um, you can take it from now. Tell us a little bit about it because he he almost went to the um in um to the NFL. Um, uh, went played football at Laney. Uh, I was a um a three letterman um athlete um track and um baseball and um I, I took a um football scholarship to Fairfield State University. I played four years. I uh, left there, um, didn't play for a couple of years. Then I ended up playing uh, arena football um, here in Augusta and also in Columbus, um, Georgia. And then I came back here to Augusta and, and finished out my um, football career there. here. Um, from there, I got into script writing, um, met up with a friend named Gregory Dixon that had a camera and we shot a lot of short um films you know nothing major maybe some like five to ten minutes long um and one of my um scripts um this company it's an old company that was um back in the days they used to make um i guess say low budget films called maverick they were interested in buying the script but what happened was something happened with them and they did they had a big old turnover so the script didn't get picked up. So I just decided to turn the uh, script into a novel and the rest is history. With and that. what's the name of this book that I just read from JC? It's called A Contract. Um, it was written by me and my homie Arthur Untang. Um, it's a short, it's a short book. Um, I don't think it's 150 pages long. It might be a little longer. We just got together and we wanted to do something together. And um, I've always wanted to work with her because she's she's awesome. And um, mm -hmm. and we got together and we finally came up with a concept and um, we wrote it. And it was intended from the beginning to be a short story. And um, man, working with her was like, it was a learning experience, it was fun and you know, and it came out pretty well. Um, and then from there, we went on and did an, a, a sequel behind it called A Contract 2, which was a, a full novel. And um, it did really well in sales. Now, I see, um, I was hoping she was going to be here tonight, uh, Arthur Untamed. Um, Y'all can follow her on IG and we're gonna have to put her handle in JC, both you and her. Um, this young lady, when I tell y'all that she is coming up like a thoroughbred JC, she is isn't she like producing movies, writing movies, acting in movies, and this this chick did this all within what a year or two. Publisher. I mean, she just hit the ground running. Um, I, like I said, I hate that she can't be here tonight. Her son had a Christmas play, so Ben, mom, comes first. But um, tell us how you met her. And JC, I want you to be JC from Three-Headed Monster. Be free here, brother. Brief, be free here. Be <laughs> you know, I really can't remember how I met with her, but I know that once we um we started talking, we clicked instantly, and um. We had um, people in the same circle as far as books 
And the biggest thing, I think the reason why we, we, we connected so good was because we were from the same city. Um, and, um, I like to say she awesome. Um, she read my books. She was impressed. Um, I read her books. I was impressed. And, 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 and I was like, from the get go, I like, yeah, this, I, I need to work with her. Um, and from the, after, after, um, beast, this beast, the second one, I was working on the third book, but I put it aside and I was going to have her to edit it, but she was so busy. And I was eager to work with her on a different level. So I just asked, I said, man, we got to do something together. And we just got the brainstorming. And you know me, she's more of the um, dramatic, um, kind of like the romantic slash um, ghetto, you know, um, love type. And I'm more of the action um thriller type writer. So we, we put our heads together and that's how we came up with um with um the contract and the contract too. Um I met her family, she's good people. She's man, she, when I tell you I don't understand how she get all the stuff done in one day that she does. I mean she 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 edits, she ghostwrites, she's an agent, she's a movie producer, she's a executive producer, she's a, I mean, you name it, she just, she just does it. And um, I'm just, just honored to be able to work with her. Well, thank you for coming on. We are honored that you came on. And, um, you know, when, when I first read the contract, I, I'm used to your writing. Um, I could see a lot of The Beast in Jose. I, I could see a lot of the beast in Jose. Um, now, Arthur Untamed, my little quiet girl, I'm like, no, this chick is not writing like this. I was completely surprised, but loved every bit of it. And it made me see her um, in a different light. Yeah. You know, I I am bad about tending to see people in a, in a different light. And I saw her as um, I guess because she started writing uh, just a few years ago, I just saw her as a young girl. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. to come to find out that she's doing all of that, I'm like, what the hell? Arthur Untamed is doing her thing. And she's the mother of what, two or three boys? Two, I believe. Two, two boys and mm -hmm. a, a lovely wife. So she got all that going on and she is still pounding of course we couldn't get her on tonight but we will get her on another night jc you want to tell the people where they can find your work and your other work that you have you can um you can catch me on um my, at my website at um jc storyteller all one word um www.jcstoryteller.com and that will send you to everywhere that i am located as far as um social media and social media and as well as my books um facebook and um youtube not not youtube but I, instagram last week they disabled all my pages they said i was doing a little too much <laughs> which that's is, what happened but yeah but which is funny because i haven't had what was you doing though hold on what was you doing though bro 
as of lately, nothing, because I realized when I signed the contract with this new publishing company, I knew that I couldn't. They wanted me to have my uh, social media accounts for, right. for promotional purposes. So right. I wasn't doing nothing. But what they was doing, they was going back and, and hitting me with stuff from 2015, 2014, 2017, saying, um, I'm, you know, not following the, the uh, community guidelines or whatever. So, and they just kept dinging me and kept dinging me for all the stuff in the past, I guess was coming back to, um, to hurt me, man. And and I guess one morning I woke up, man, I, I just got a message. It was like, um, your page has been disabled due to um, continuous strikes on community guidelines, something of that nature. And then I went to log on to my, um, Instagram and they did the same thing to that. And I never did anything on there that was out of the way. But of course, Meta owns Facebook and and since I had them connected because I was using both of them as promotional stuff, they just shut it down. So I just ended up having to um get new pages, bro. I was wild. I ain't gonna lie, I was wild back in the days, man. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was on there posting stuff that that I was getting some warnings and strikes and, and you know, and, and I did tone it down because you know what I'm saying? I, I got a little older and I can't, you know, and I kind of toned down, you know, my rhetoric and stuff. And, and plus I wanted to be a little more professional, but all of it started coming back to hurt me, man. Yeah. I, like I tell everybody, just some, some, I don't want to say fat joker with a two liter soda on the desk with no shirt on and, and it's tight and white is moderating for um metal man trying to keep his job so he's going back eight years to try to find something to justify him having a job and he just got me bro right he just got me. and you know i got a warning about something that i said because i ain't even know what they was talking about i'm like me i don't even ever do anything on my page but it was back from 2018. why are mm -hmm. they doing that i just I really was just my opinion, and I don't know for sure. I, I just think it up. They just trying, yeah. They just trying to find stuff to, to justify a job, right? But wow. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know because mm -hmm. I I've been doing good for a couple of years. Ain't ain't did anything, and all I know, they just hitting me up with old stuff, and I'm like, geez, man. And now you can tell that J JC knows me well because when he um went. <laughs> When he got his new page, he sent me a message. He said, this is my, my new page. Because he knew I would have thought that he was uh, had been hacked or something like that. And I would not have accepted it. And my first question, my first question to him was, do, do you still have the other page? He said, no. I said, okay. So I went right on and um, deleted it. But you have to send me your IG. I, I don't have your new um, your new IG account. So I sent it tonight. Okay. It well, is. thank you, Jason. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, I'm letting you know that I am through with my part. <laughs> <laughs> we got questions. <laughs> oh, right. I am through with my part. Now, you know that the guys and right. this is Ish, but you know T is an author as well. And right. I got so questions. You, you two guys are on the same level. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute when you talk. Wait a minute. We talk about my level, first of all. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you talk about my level, I stand on my own level, Katie. Hold on. <laughs> that you do. 
<laughs> but, let, but, but let's get this out. I want to ask you, um, do you find it easier, you know, to write about your own experiences or, you know, just to create shit? I do. What's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. both. Um, yeah. What I do is I take experiences that I've either seen, been through, or know about, and I add my own twist to it to make to um create a story. Um but mostly everything I write, it has some truth to it. But you know how they say the names and locations have been changed to protect the innocent. And then I probably change like some locations and tweak it a little bit here and there so it won't be so obvious and to give it a little more more kick. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, mostly everything I do is, is from my experiences and or from what I know of. You know All right. Have, have you been uh, listening into our shenanigans tonight? I caught the um the 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 the, the tail end of everything, man. But what All was right, up? So on this topic of fun, um, what would be your definition of fun? Because I've seen a couple people in the chat saying they don't really know what fun is. So, what would be your definition of fun? And have you ever experienced a woman being jealous of you having, you know, just general innocent fun? I think fun is something that brings you joy and 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 that you can't that you fun is something you enjoy that that brings you happiness and um you know and, and something that can leave you good memories with um whatever it is um enjoying yourself um as far as a woman goes um if stalkers count <laughs> yeah they count yeah I, man <laughs> I got some stories, but I don't. I don't want to. Um, yeah, man. Um, I have. I had women that didn't didn't dig the kind of fun that um, that I was liking, man, and and it it became a big issue, a very big issue. Um, especially when when you one you trying to break up with one, and she don't want to go nowhere, but she see you having fun, the kind of fun she don't like, man. I mean. That was a horrible time for me. Mm. And I can see why people, well, not me, but I can see why people will hang around in relationships that's that's not healthy for them because, you know what I'm saying? People don't, sometimes they don't want to let you go. And if you know what they're capable of, some people may find it just better just to stay there. So I, mean, I, I wouldn't. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so, so, so you've seen people who just stayed in relationships because of what they worried about what the other person is going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a one homeboy um, knew he was married, and his wife was she. She he knew it, but he didn't. He he would rather deal with that than to let her go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It couldn't be me, but I mean that's love. I mean love affects everybody differently is what I realized. So, and I didn't want to, well, at the time I was judging him because I was trying to tell him to get the hell on. But <laughs> he, 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 he didn't want to go nowhere, man. That was his love and he accepted it. And it wasn't even an open relationship. It was just that he called him, he 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 he, he let it go, and it was just a repeated cycle. Right. Mm. 
I imagine. Um, any questions, mm -hmm. people? Yeah, I have a question. Um, so you spoke briefly um, about you and Untamed, um, your different styles of writing and um, the approach to how you bring across your creativity. Um, what what did you learn most about uh, working with another author and would you do it again? Man, I learned so much from her. Um, um, would I do it again? Yes. With her, definitely yes. Um, yeah, we we had fun writing. And the way we had fun writing was, you know what I'm saying, she'll write something and I'd be like, and I challenge her and I'd be like, okay, I'm finna out do this. And she'll like, all right, then bring it. And then and, and you can see that especially in, in the second book to where I had a character that I was writing on, and she had a character she was writing on, and she made me in real life, hate that character so bad that I up my writing just for to, to get at that character. And she was here, she'll have a, a great story about that. But um, I learned that um, the only way, well, the way we did it was I had a set of characters that I wrote their point of view, and she had her set of characters we write the point of view. And we had the, and it really wouldn't, you know. The only thing we had to do was just make sure that we was on the same path as far as where the story go, not to let one character dominate and where she, where I couldn't write a character that was so dominating that she couldn't get her stories off for her characters. But we we clicked like, I mean, it was like, hey, homie, she was like, hey, homie, I'm going I'm to I'm throw this twist toward what you think. And I'd be like, run it. And I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, Yo, I'm gonna have this character do this. No, I'm gonna need you to do that when you come back with this, and then we'll we'll bring it together at the end. So yeah, working with her was a blessing. I definitely work with her again. Um, as far as anyone else, you know, I'm always up for it, but you know, I have to at least know them or see what they have written before to see if it's somebody that I will want to work with. If they worthy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, and you know, being an author, and you may, if you don't write books, you may know people know you write books. They hit you up all the time. Yo, 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 I want to write a book. I got a story. I got a story. And they always have questions. And then 10 years down the line, you ask them, they ain't did nothing to the book. And it's, you know, it's almost like a waste. And I get it every time. And um, yeah. I mean, people are interested, but they don't realize writing a book, a book ain't going to write itself. Right. You have to put the, the the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months in to write those 75,000 words, 80,000 words if you're going to write a full-length novel or longer. And then once you, you write it, your job still ain't over. You got to get an editor. And if you're going to publish it, you got to get you got to get somebody to do the book cover if you can't do it yourself. And then when you get your free books to, to sell, you just can't sit them in the um in the closet and just go away. You got to go on social media. You got to promote yourself. You got to hit the streets. Be like, yo, I got these books. You need to check them out and make deals like you selling crack. Yo, yo, you get these two books here. I give you a discount on the second one if you buy the full one at this price. And I mean, 
it's, it's a it's a never ending job. I mean, despite what you think that um Steven Spielberg and John Peterson and and all those people do, it it ain't it ain't just sitting at a typewriter. It's more to it. Yeah. Research. No, you got a, you got a question before I ask my last question. Yeah, what's next? What's next for you? Oh man! Oh yeah! Yeah, I just um, signed with a um, a new publishing company. They they liked what I did called um, um, Black Odyssey Media, and I'm challenging myself to write a horror um, genre. I've been writing street fiction and and um, what you would call it like spy stuff um for for the longest and i wanted to challenge myself on something different so i am currently writing a horror giant it could be a fantasy um slash horror um and it is scheduled to be published in 2024. all right uh angelia said she just ordered one of your books um thank you thank you thank you thank you my my last my last question would be you know uh we basically debate uh, Venus versus Mars on this show a lot. So, what yeah. is your what is what is your uh, thoughts on what's the problem between Venus and Mars? I guess I, I got so many. Um, I I just think that um, something happened in the upbringing of, and I'm gonna say the of today's society. I don't know if I want to blame it on hip hop. I don't know. I want to blame it on the one parent household. Something went wrong somewhere where we are clashing heads. And I can't figure out for because we, we debate about it on my show a lot. And I can't, I don't know what it is. It is it feminism, too much masculism. I don't I don't know what the problem is, but I know in order to fix it, we have a long way to go. And um, as a as a, a masculine man myself, anytime I see a, a woman, or when, let me say, when I see women defending us on social media with their on their platforms with the videos and stuff like that, it makes me feel good. Versus every time I jump on, I'm seeing a woman degrading the men, and and I know men's doing it too. Um, but I'm just speaking from what I see and, but they're overshadowed because for some reason, I don't know if it's a hot girl summer or <laughs> what it is, man, but I, I, we have a long way to fix it. And, um, it, I don't know if we're going to, I know it start with us, but right. I don't know who's going to take the initiative to, 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 to really jump out there and say, yo, we need to cut this shit out. And, um, Get it together. I'm working on that. I got it. <laughs> before I let before I let KD uh sign you out, um since you since you've been talking to KD and since you've known her, I I normally describe KD as at war with Dick, right? That's how I describe her. Like would you describe as what now? He's at war with Dick. Like that's how I describe KD. So <laughs> what is your perception? Of what's going on with this uh, lovely lady over here? Well, I think the, the the first step she needed to do, she already did. She she already, um, you know, stepped out um, away from her situation. Um, 
So I guess the next step for her is to be patient and to um, wait for somebody compatible and don't be afraid to compromise if necessary. And I'm not saying change, but I'm just saying, you know, somewhere in, when you need, compromise, lady. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere when you when when you when you meet somebody, you know, you're gonna have to be like, okay, I, I can deal with this, or I can't deal with this, or sit down and talk about it. Well, somebody gonna have to make some 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 changes and compromise for the better, better for the betterment of the relationship. And I think that once you do that, because she's a beautiful woman, she has a, a great personality. She's, 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 she's goal driven. She just have to be patient and, and don't settle. And I think that she'll be all right. All right, Katie, wrap us up. Thank you, JC. And I didn't even have to pay him for that. How, how long have we known each other, JC? Well, because he, um, was it 2014? 2014? Anyway, JC know my situation when I was in it deep. So like he said, I made the first step. And he seen me be a fun person. I know how to have fun. And he pretty much knows that if I don't know the person, no, I'm not approachable. You can't. Don't clean that man or let that man wear his living infamy. <laughs> he ain't like that. He said, get your ass together. <laughs> I know what JC said, and I'm trying. I am. It's a ways to go. I am trying, but thank you, JC, for coming on. Thank you. And um, uh, everybody, again, JC has three-headed muster on Wednesdays at 7, Ashley. Um, I'll be over there just before I go over to TaylorMade's um, kids. Because um, I, I know he, he see me disappear, but he know exactly where I'll be going. I'll be like, oh, I got to go. TaylorMade kids is on. But um, I am usually always over there on Three-Headed Monsters. Him, Bug, and um, what's, what's the Vader. other one now? Vader. Vader. They are a hoot. So I do ask y'all to please tune in. Check them out sometime. We just about mirror the same topics. And it's interesting on their take and our take and how close the takes are together. So thank you for coming through. Appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. Pleasure. Thank you for coming on. No problem. All right. That's on Dom. Snell, what's up? Bad day, what's up? <laughs> no, before we get into going in 60 seconds, I just want to say this for you and all the Cowboys fans in the chat, man. This is not a bad thing. Man. Not a bad thing at all. This, this, this is not a bad thing, man. Y'all took an L today, but y'all got that out of the way. So this is either going to propel y'all past the green team or it's over for y'all. So this is... <laughs> <laughs> so this is where y'all have to, you know, this is where the proof in the pudding is going to stand out. The proof in the pudding is it's the time. But go ahead and you know get into it. Thank you, thank you. Um, let me first start off by saying congratulations to the Eagles once again. 
Um, pulled out a win to improve to 13 and one. I would be remiss if I didn't speak glowingly of a team that is doing actually good. Um, regardless of what my affiliations are to Dallas Cowboys, I always have to make sure that we are not haters. We are congratulated. Congratulations to the Eagles. Just um, improved to 13 and one this week with the win over the Chicago Bears. They have a tough test. They have a tough task next week. Saturday, which is Christmas Eve, when they face Dallas Cowboys in Dallas um, in a primetime matchup, uh, which will decide um, the fate of the Cowboys. The Eagles, if you haven't already known, they have clinched the playoff spot. Um, again, you know, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, as we stay, let's stay right there in Big D. We took a, a nasty loss today in overtime to the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, 40 to 34, to take our record to 10 and 4. Um, why that's important is because Minnesota won yesterday in overtime. Um, so it just makes the road to the playoffs just a little bit more harder. Um, hopefully we'll, you know, prevail next weekend and we will make our way into the playoffs as well. Um, in other news, the Falcons lost to the Saints 21-18. Um, the Pittsburgh still is beat up on the Carolina Panthers 24-16. The Chiefs beat up on the Texans 30 to 24. The Broncos um, beat the Arizona Cardinals 24 to 15. The Raiders beat the Patriots in walk-off fashion. If you haven't seen that play, it's incredible. 30 to 24. Um, and the Bengals beat um, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers 34-23. And tomorrow's night game. Um, there's one game left to finish out the week. And that is tomorrow against the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers. Um, that will finish out week 15, taking us to week 16, which has a lot of playoff implications for a lot of different teams. Um, so that is what it is. Um, also, um, one thing I will say is this. Um, you never will catch me being a hater, regardless of what where I stand, what my affiliation is. Um, and not just because Philadelphia is my hometown, but you got to congratulate a team that's on a successful run like these Philadelphia Eagles are. Um, Love that green team, man. Hopefully they stay healthy. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Love that green team. healthy enough to when they face the Dallas Cowboys Saturday in Dallas on Christmas Eve, that when they take a loss, they can't say, well, we had players out. I, I just want them to go in healthy. So when they come out with that loss, they have nothing else to say. Um, other than that, um, it's been a great it's been a great season so far. Um, the season is winding down. We're starting to to kick in the high gear. Um, playoffs are right around the corner. We got two weeks left in the regular season. Actually, three it goes to eighteen weeks this year. So after these next two, you have week eighteen, which then follows the um, postseason. Um, other than that, you already know what my spill is. Catch us every Wednesday at um, 8 p.m. for Telemade Kicks. Also on Thursday for Game 7, which is with T and Mike at 7. And then us again on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, Christmas night. Um, Uncensored Minds will be having a great show. Um, also, we will be doing a number of different things on that show that's interactive with the with the, with the the um, audience. We will be giving out um, Christmas gifts. Don't you love that when we give back? So we will be giving Christmas gifts out all week on all of our platforms. So it's starting Wednesday and it's going to end on Sunday.
Also, um, make sure we let we um support another one of our uncensored moms family. Their family now, JC and his um podcast, Three Headed Monster. Um, that comes on at seven on Wednesdays. Um, make sure you tune into that and also pick up his book as well. Um, and that's all I got. You know what I mean? Thanks again for tuning in. To us all, moms, we appreciate the support that you lend us each and every Sunday. Starting at Wednesday, going on Thursday, and then us again on Monday. Um, I would just want to say, fuck the green team. Modest <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey, uh, but ain't no modesty. Okay. I know it's okay. They thirteen and one. We'll be fuck the green team. We'll be. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but shout out to JC for uh, coming on and telling his story. And you know all, all the above and showing support and we'll support him as well um ladies what's going on y'all got any last words any last messages any last thoughts uh, any last issues christmas is next week christmas. can't wait too fast <laughs> i can't wait too, too fast can't wait till christmas comes and goes you know I just can't wait till Christmas comes and goes. Now, what Eagles gear you got to wear next Sunday if we whoop that ass? So Are we making bets right now? Are we making bets right now? Whatever uh, you want to wear. I'm is this the do you, do you got any Eagles gear at all? I mean, no, he got some Eagles gear. He got some Eagles gear. Let me tell oh, you. Okay. I don't own any Eagles gear. I got Eagles gear. I would I, never own any Eagles gear. Like I got <laughs> T. What? Old Eagles jersey. Want, you got an old Eagles jersey. Want, okay. I don't limit myself to my surroundings. Carol Owens. That's a classic. Yeah. But you always supposed to have your home team. Nah, KD. That's a stigma. That, see, that's a stigma. I don't believe in it. Reason why yeah, I, I feel you on that. What you like the Cowboys? I do. One of my favorite players of all time was um Tio, and I really enjoyed when Tio was here in Philadelphia. Just because of the hell he gave Donovan, <laughs> that he started with that team. So I love, I love Tio. Um, but if you say you want to place a bet, then we can place the bet right here on front on the live TV. What's anybody the, in the you chat, know he competitive. Eve. Anybody in the I chat, place a bet. If anybody in the chat wants to place a bet, no is opening the doors for bets right now. Whatever y'all want. <laughs> If anybody was, and as y'all know, I pay my bets. I pay my bets right then and there. So we doing it. So what's y'all bet? Well, I don't bet, but I said, all right. If you see, I might not be able to find the Cowboys at the last minute, so I don't even want to. Don't worry about it. I can find you some Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) It's just something. Yeah. All right. So that's the bet that I wanted to make, and we whip y'all ass, which we will. You have something to wear. Uh-huh. If y'all win and with our ass, then I will wear something Cowboys on Christmas. No problem. <laughs> Look what Mike said now. <laughs> Told you, man. Get your brother, man. <laughs> if the Eagles win, now has to do the show with his hat off. I do the show with my damn hat off. I don't like my head or something. He over there drinking beer and shit. Man. Yeah, he over there drinking beer, man. Nah, uh, yeah, I can do that. I mean, I, I I don't mind wearing the Eagles stuff. So I got to wear it on Sunday? Yes. The on entire the- show. Ain't oh. no put it on for two minutes in the beginning and then 
phase off to put on the cowboy shit. You know, I know how you do. I got you. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that means that means I know you will be in Dallas mm-hmm. and you will be airing from Dallas. So you know, just make sure you carry that with you because I don't want no excuses. No, it's never gonna be an excuse. And El pays his bet like he did last time. Okay. I came to show and I wore it to work. I had it on all day. I posted it on my social media sites. And I did my thing. So one thing now don't run away from is a challenge. I stand, mm-hmm. stand on and I, and I am true to my word. So I will make sure that if the Eagles win on Saturday, come Sunday, that will be an Eagles attire. Okay. Right. Angelia said, get my shirt ready. <laughs> Already. So y'all must be going to bring it on, on Saturday. Already ready. Deliver mm. your door. Somebody going to be knocking. Mm. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say before we get off, um, I posed that icebreaker question just to let y'all know that y'all be preaching this communication thing, but y'all don't really uh, communicate about the right things, I'm going to say. <laughs> so, what you talking about shit star? Look, what you the, talking about shit star? <laughs> the, the question was, do you ask the person that you're communicating with how they need to be loved? And, a, and I've seen a lot of people saying no. They don't even ask that question. Or they never even thought about asking that question. That's preposterous to me. And that's a, per- <laughs> like, and that's a pertinent question to ask. And communicate. Right. right. And I never thought about it. You know, that is true. You should ask. That's what you I mean. should like, ask. What are we doing? That was something I definitely learned later on. Ask each other. Before we get out of here, let's celebrate the birthdays that we had this past week. I know a couple of our viewers are have birthdays starting with um the 15th. The net had a birthday on the 15th, 16th. Um Loretta had a birthday as well. So we had a number of different people, especially and and she's one of our um uncensored minds um top fans. So we want to make sure that Ms. Robinson knows that, you know I mean, we celebrate her over here on her birthday. Shout out to Loretta, man. You know what I mean? And everybody else that celebrates a birthday now, which is Sagittarius season, and then in a yeah. few weeks, a few yeah, days. It don't really matter. It's about to be Capricorn season. So that, that, oh that is irrelevant, man. Those damn khakis. So as we, as we, as we, as we, right. the last few days of Capricorn, I mean, Sagittarius season, we're going right into the same um, Capricorn season real, real soon. I like that season. A lot of people that I love um, are Capricorns. My mom, my dad, my sisters, my brother, my dog. You know what I mean? A lot of people are Sagittarius. I mean, I keep saying Sagittarius are Capricorns. So, but I'll see y'all Sagittarius's and Capricorns. Y'all season is upon us and will be coming up soon. Um, I also, I also want to say, hold on now. I also want to say that question is not you know, only propose to your potential mate or partner, but you can also do that with your kids as well. <laughs> I mean, y'all preach this communication word, but are we really communicating or are you just telling us how we ain't shit? But I'm gonna let y'all rock. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all rock, you know, have fun with it, have fun with it. I'm gonna let y'all rock. <laughs> but are y'all asking us? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, 
<laughs> Simple question. So Katie, I don't create this shit out of, you know, I, I live it. I can't create it if I don't live it, right? That's right. So so you <laughs> practice what you preach. Exactly. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Why is that always why but 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 our question is, and I think the question should, should always be is why do you question if somebody else is doing it when you should be doing it yourself? Because you should both be doing it. Find out together. But you can't you can't point fingers at somebody else if you're not doing the thing too. What they say, you could be you pointing one finger at everybody else, but there's four fingers pointing back at you. That's for true. Sure. That's something that we got to that understand and take accountability for as well. We're so selfishly worrying about what somebody else is doing and not worrying about what we're doing. Right. Change our mindset to say, how do I do what I need to do and let that person do what they got to do and then we put it all together and do it together. That part. When we look at worrying about what somebody, the work somebody else is doing, we're not doing our work. We we too busy worrying about others. So we got to get out of that mindset, people, and get back to the core values that got us here. That got hey, us here. Hold on now. Hold on now, because I did want to say this is another thing that I had just learned that I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, so when somebody sends you a text or, you know, just a general, um, how are you doing? Or are you good? That I, I don't know about everybody else, but when it comes from me, that's not like a blanket statement. That's like a really, are you okay? <laughs> that's like a really, are you good? Do you need anything? I'm not, I don't fucking generalize shit to just say it just to be fucking saying it. I don't understand how, I didn't know that that was a thing that people didn't understand. <laughs> they just figure you just... Just asking, is you all right? You cool? I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of time. So if I'm asking you that, like, give me the shit. Like, speak Mm -hmm. it. Right. The fuck? (laughs) Also, understand how a person likes to communicate, people. Right? If a person don't communicate and ain't the the biggest text or don't want to communicate themselves through text, pick up that phone and call them. If you say you're interested in understanding how they feel, or understanding what it, it what they're going through, or you just you want to be there for them, be there for them the way that they need you to be there for them, not the way you want to be there for them. Right, right. That's what support looks like. Yeah, we can reach out to a person, we can send a text or whatever. If that if that person just I ain't the biggest text or that shit don't reach me that way, call a phone. And if they don't respond to you the way you want them to respond to you, it's okay. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're saying you're doing something for the safety and benefit of somebody else, just leave it at that. Don't get upset when they don't respond the way you want them to respond. They don't have to. But if you did your part and you know you yeah. did your part, that's what matters. Right. They'll see it, they'll figure it out. That you know, whatever. It's episode one ten, man. Let's get up out there before we really start spazzing all somebody in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to say, Katie? What's up? I'm just going to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Don't get roped down into the holiday blues. Um, just just don't do it. Don't go down that hole of the holiday blues. This year, I'm doing a little bit better than I have been doing. So just stay on the up and up. Stay on the up and up. Yes, yes. Last words, Ish. I'll be working. Have a wonderful week, guys. Don't spend too much money. Fuck that. Spend that money.
Like, even though it's about to be Capricorn season, I am not with this cold shit. <laughs> I am not with it. Get this fucking cold weather the fuck about it. Uh, uh, yeah. You don't like this cold weather tea? Hell, I'm too old for this shit. It was cool when you was a youngin. I'm too old for that shit now. Get that shit the fuck up out of here. <laughs> when, when does Capricorn season begin? My son's birthday is going to be um next Sunday. Uh, well, the, uh, the 23rd Friday. It's I know he's a Capricorn. The 22nd, right? Of December. Oh, okay. So he's on the cusp of it anyway. Yeah, his birthday is going to be Friday. So happy early birthday to my son, Alex. What you get him? Happy uh, birthday. What did I get him? Gift card. That's all I do. Gift card. You gift can't card. please him. Give him the money. I gift. just give him gift card and he can spend it anywhere. Give him $2,000. Diggle Loretta now. Give him $2,000 in cash. Happy birthday. Oh, wow. He know mom ain't banking Robin. like that. <laughs> Robin. He know mom ain't banking like that. No, no, no. He know mom ain't banking like that yet. We out of here, man. It's episode one. Yo, check hey. on your mental health. Make sure mental health is at the top of right. your priority. Check on your strong nothing friend. Nothing else matters but your mental health at this point. You can't be nothing else or nothing to anyone if your mental health is not top priority. Look, my mama called me early in the morning to talk about the Twitch shit, and then she was just saying, it's just unbelievable because he was just always dancing and smiling, and I was like, don't let all of that shit that you see yeah, fool you. The facade. Yeah. Don't, don't let the facade fool you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let these facades fool you. Those are just a little small inkling of somebody's life. And people only post the good shit. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of date time in the day and whatever going on. You don't know what's going on. So be mindful and check on your friends. We out of here. I can't <laughs> Episode 110. That was a Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Good night. <laughs>